All right, guys, welcome to another episode of The Monolith. I believe it is episode four at this point, and uh, I've got my very good friend Alec Lockneed on the uh, podcast today. Say hello. This isn't the Joe Rogan podcast? This is not the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh. <laughs> Joe Rogan experience. I was going to say, you looked a lot different than I've seen you on like YouTube and stuff. Hi, uh, my name's Alec. Yeah. Alec Lockneed. Absolutely. With a T at the end. Yes. yes. You got to make sure the T's in there. Right. Because otherwise, uh, well, how do people sometimes say it? Um, a lot of people, uh, well, l- let me oh, let say me lock knee, right? Well, let's l- first of all, okay. most people just butcher it outright. <laughs> it, you'll hear shit like uh, lock niet or <laughs> latch niet, um, but sometimes people get close and they'll say lock knee, but that's okay. because, like, you know. Midwesterners have an accent, and we it's don't very hard for us to say T's at the end of things. Yeah, yeah. or in the middle, like mountain hunter. <laughs> so true. Instead of hunter, it's hunter. Uh, and so I never pronounce the T when I say my own last name. I usually be like, yeah, Lockneat. That's funny. I actually, now that you mention that, I th- it's it's true. Actually, my brother's name is Hunter, mm-hmm. and it's so hard to say Hunter. No one says it. No, it's usually Hunter. And I didn't realize that until maybe two years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, n- I n- no one ever pointed that out to <laughs> me until about two years ago. And I, I thought about it. I'm like, wow, I never pronounced T's. That's funny. Huh. Yeah. No, there's been a couple times where I'll catch myself, especially like if I've been binging um, either a podcast or a show or like a, a documentary or something where someone specifically if they have like an English accent, because they'll pronounce everything so perfectly and crisply. And uh, so if. You know, I catch myself saying stuff, uh, you know, real slurry and whatever. It just sounds weird. It, it's strange. But, um, yeah, it, it's a kind of a hard thing because you almost have to, like, teach yourself not to do it. I'm never going to do that. <laughs> I'm fine with the way I am. Yeah. Yeah, true. That's true. Uh, I'm trying to think. That probably, like, uh, even you're wearing a Washington Capitals jersey. But saying it like that, it's like Capitals. 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 Yeah, capitals. yeah there's no in there, man. Yeah, dude, it's wrong. <laughs> So. It sounds like a D or something, or yeah. like, I don't know. It just, it just doesn't work like that. Yeah. Uh, so Alec and I especially became best friends because of the fact that we both love hockey, perhaps too much. And uh, so he and I, I would say, is it accurate to say that we're both either, how do we phrase our fanship? Because we both grew up Red Wings fans. Yes. And, like, we both still love the Red Wings, I mean, you but can't. we've kind of adopted new teams. Absolutely. I mean, you live in Michigan, and we both grew up in an era where the Red Wings were one of the best teams in the world. Right. And they were on a... I mean, I was born while their playoff streak already started, and it was going all the way until... When did it end? 2016? Uh, yes. I think 2016 was the last time we made the playoffs, and then we have uh, just kind of sucked ass ever since i think the last two years didn't we end as the last place team in the league 31st yes but so. even then like you grow up like that and you can't not still love the red wings but here's the thing they're just not fun to really watch anymore so like if you want to watch good hockey you had to you had to expand and you know just find other teams that are fun to watch and uh and i don't really think my love for hockey truly blossomed until i started watching other teams and appreciating mm. different like players and skills and like I don't know uh, just watching good hockey absolutely yeah, yeah. and the Capitals were really the first team that spoke to me I started watching the Capitals maybe two years before their first cup win okay because I'm like what's a team that's good but hasn't won a cup and has players that deserve a cup I'm like well Ovechkin for sure Ovechkin for sure and so I started rooting for them and you know sure enough two years later in 2018 they won the Stanley Cup don't remind cup. me yeah they because <laughs> <laughs> for context so i obviously as we were just saying uh, grew up a red wings fan but um the thing of it is, is i never really watched uh hockey on tv or really any live sports on tv uh until within the last five years actually for any sport really 
Um, and so I like went to a lot of uh, the Griffins, like the Grand Rapids Griffins games, um, and that was kind of my team more than the Red Wings in a way. Like I always loved the Red Wings, but I didn't watch. A right, single it's one of different the games. when you're watching a team live. Exactly. Yeah, and so it was like to me, I liked them, but it was kind of weird to say that in a way because I didn't watch them, you know. So uh, there was that, and. Um, you know, I think meeting you basically is what made me think, uh, oh, watching it on TV is perfectly fine. Like, it's actually really fun to do with your boys, you know, out drinking and whatever. Absolutely. That's the best part. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, when I met you and was really becoming good friends with Sean, um, I uh, started to get into actually watching it on TV. And at that time, the Vegas Golden Knights just became a team. And uh, my dad's basically second home is Vegas. My mom and my dad go to Vegas all the time. And uh, I love Vegas and think it's a cool city and all this kind of thing. So have you been? I have not. I, I really, really am excited to go. Like, I was supposed to go this year, which sucks to say because right now we're in the middle of a quarantine and it just yep. blows ass. Um, yeah, it's uh, man. It sucks. I was so excited for this year, but whatever. Uh, but I'm supposed to be going next year now if everything obviously on quarantines or whatever. Um, but no, I haven't been yet, but I've been very excited, especially because like I grew up a diehard fan of Chris Angel, like the magician. Okay. Yeah. Which is a weird thing, but yeah, I, I mean, like him. everyone was kind of into Chris Angel sure. at one point, especially when, you know, I think it was like early YouTube probably. Oh, yeah. I, I remember watching, uh, early Chris Angel videos, like him floating from one rooftop to another or some yes. crazy shit. Yeah, like, dude. absolutely. How Walking could you not through remember gates that? and like weird oh, stuff that God. just makes no sense. <laughs> So because of him, I uh, have always been excited to go and see like the magic shows or whatever. So anyways, I like Vegas. And uh, so I was like, okay, well, they're new to the league. I felt like I was new to the league. So I sort of joined them. Uh, and sure enough, they make the Stanley Cup, which kind of felt shitty in a way because I was like, well, now everyone's just going to think that I like them because I went to the damn Stanley Cup. So that sucks. But right. at the same time, it was exciting. And I was really hoping for them to win. And then the damn capital showed up and all hell broke I loose. mean, so. I don't even think Vegas deserved that win year <laughs> one. Mean, like they, It was real cool. And I think yeah. because they got so far, it probably really helped establish a good fan base. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't think like you know if you it's their first year everyone's a bandwagon oh, when, yeah. when you when you when you become a fan of a team when it's their first year but oh my god the, I think the Capitals definitely deserve to win that cup they definitely did I think just from the standpoint of you never get a second chance to win it in your first year it was just mm. cool because I was like if there's ever gonna be a team to do it how cool would it be to be this one you know right. just because we knew that there's another expansion expansion team coming uh, I think it's next fall. I think 2021 into 2022 is when the Seattle team comes. You're correct. Uh, which, by the way, where the fuck is the name? Like, for the love <laughs> of God, can we name this franchise? It's just NHL Seattle. We could really use the news <laughs> right now in such a horrible time like this. Dude, it's so stupid because it's like all the rumors have been just swirling forever. And they actually said something about why they haven't announced it yet. And it's mostly because, like... They don't feel it's appropriate to, you know, try to be excited and celebrate during like a morbid time and all this. I'm like, dude, this is yeah, exactly the time. Right. Like, this is the perfect time to announce this. I'm still hoping for the Seattle Seaman. Um, <laughs> but I, I, for some reason, I just don't see that happening. <laughs> okay. So I think uh, there's two that I really liked. Um, there was the Kraken. Yes, that okay for real. That would be that. That's been my choice. Yes. The there's only one thing I don't like about it though. As okay. a Detroit fan, it kind of feels like they'd be stealing the octopus from us. Like the, how that's hmm. our thing. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Right. 
So, like, if we, let's just say, hypothetically, somehow we make the Stanley Cup, they make the Stanley Cup, or we meet in the playoffs or whatever the hell happens. I don't know if that's even possible because I don't know what division they're going to be in. Uh, but anyways, like, our thing is throwing octopus on the on the ice. So, yes. like, are they going to either, A, steal that, or what happens if we do that against them? That's going to be weird. Like, can we trademark it? Can we? Is I that, feel is like we a, should be able can to. Can we sue? Can we? <laughs> well, I don't know, <laughs> because it's technically illegal to do. It's technically... How similar are Kraken and <laughs> octopuses? Are we going to make the distinction that theirs must be a squid and ours is allowed to be an octopus? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So that's one. Uh, the other one that I really, really liked was the Seattle sockeyes, which is like this fish-looking thing. Okay. Um, I mean, it's a fish, not a... Whatever. The point of it is is that like the designs I saw mostly sort of ripped off the Arizona Coyotes Kachina look. Yeah. So it would be sort of a tribal with a fish and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I thought that was really cool. Um, although... I don't know how smart it is to come in with a Kachina look. Number one, when Arizona already has it. And number two, when it obviously went so well for Arizona where they ended up just changing it. So it's right. like, why would you do that? But I guess we'll see. Um, the one thing about that name, though, is apparently that is already trademarked by a clothing company called the Seattle so- Sockeyes. Like, no clothing shit. company. Yeah. So I that's mean, apparently not going to happen. Huh. Is it too late to ask for the Seattle Seahawks name? Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I, I think that would be a good <laughs> <laughs> They could be the Seagulls. Oh, okay, that's... <laughs> like, what is a Seahawk, by the what? way? Is that just a seagull? Or is it a different animal? Well, you know, I would say as a as a meme, like, oh, it's a... it's a An aggressive ha- it's, seagull. It's, it's, it's a hawk near the sea, but you think about it, that is pretty much a seagull. That's pretty much a seagull, Maybe yeah. just less aggressive. Seagulls I mean, are they just, are pretty aggressive. They're, yeah, they can be, yeah. I and they also ruin beaches. By the way, do you remember, uh, I think it was... Shoot, maybe five, six years now. Um, it was a long time ago, but I was camping uh, somewhere here in Michigan, and um, the beach was closed because of E. coli. Do you remember that? No, I okay. do not. There was one point where there was so much bird shit on the beach that they literally <laughs> had to close it down because of E. coli. So, Wait, what does E. coli have to do with bird shit? It's Aren't apparently in their bird shit. Like, bird shit is basically just like infested with E. coli. Huh. Yeah, the or more something. you know. Yeah, it's this weird. is an educational podcast now. Yeah, exactly. See, I'm like Joe Rogan. I know uh, everything <laughs> about everything. You know, I just spout facts that may or may not be true. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of bro science. You yeah, know? absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so that was a thing. I don't know where the hell I was going with any of this. But the point of it is, is that um, yeah, the Sockeyes isn't happening. Uh, I've heard the Seattle Emeralds, and I hate that name. Yeah, that's one that's rolled off. Like, do something unique, something that like captures the. I don't know, theme of your, your state or your well, area or something. I don't know. That's why it's that, though, is because Seattle is called Emerald City. Like, oh, that's I didn't its know actual that. nickname. Yeah. Which is cool, but like the Seattle Emeralds, like, something about that seems jagged and like kind of clumsy. And the only thing I can picture as their logo is like a green jewel from like Sonic the Hedgehog. And it just looks I like shit. I was just thinking about that. I was going <laughs> to make a Sonic stupid. joke, but you beat me to it. It's like a Chaos Emerald. I'm like, yep. that's just stupid. I don't like it. That, that's not fierce. It doesn't capture any sort of tone or anything. No, I don't, I don't like it. Um, you can do better. The only other option, or well, no, not the only other option, but uh, I've heard. Um, people bringing up the first ever Stanley Cup champions. Do you know who that team was? They were the first ever team to win the Stanley Cup. So this would be an original six team, right? Nope. Okay, so it'd be before the NHL was established. I think technically, but the, it's the first ever winner of the technical Stanley Cup. Um, is it still a team that exists today? No. Okay. I'm and gonna, it has to do with Seattle, obviously. No way. Yes. 
It was the Seattle Metropolitans. You're shitting me. It nope. wasn't like a Canadian team or anything. Nope. Seattle Metropolitans. What the fuck? Yeah, it's weird. Like, uh, There's look, your team name right there. Well, so there's the thing. Gary Bettman is apparently blocking it because there's the Metropolitan Division, and he doesn't want people to be confused. Right. Because they're not going to be, I think, in the Metropolitan because they're way the hell I out. I don't think that'd be confusing. I think Bettman's... I don't think so either. Did you see what Bettman said this morning? I did not. Um, He said something along the lines of he's not even thinking about the consideration of canceling the season like he's not even he's not even considering canceling well that's good i guess i guess i guess it's kind of a weird okay so here's their jerseys by the way (laughs) it's a christmas (laughs) sweater look at that and then you say they spell seattle down the s it's such a silly looking i want that that needs to be their jersey yeah dude i love it. it it's great isn't it well the funny thing is is i've seen some designs that people have come up with for uh, whether it's the totems, the sockeyes, these various different weird names. I've seen people using this color palette to kind of pay homage to it while having a new name. I would have never guessed they were the first winners of the Stanley Cup. Yeah, isn't that weird? Um, and then I think when the NHL came into the league, um, the first ever team to win the Stanley Cup that was American, I believe, was the Rangers. Uh, that sounds about right. I think it was the Rangers. Uh, and then they went on to not win basically ever again <laughs> because the Rangers have a history of sucking until I think, did they win their most recent one in the nineties? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so Seattle needs to get their shit together and, and name the damn team already. Um, do you think they'll, uh, have, you know, the same success Vegas did right off the bat? Uh, I think so. And the thing is, is so a lot of people have said that they won't mostly just talking out of their ass you know and a lot of people said the same about vegas um and i think there's a lot more to be considered than what meets the eye so like vegas got lucky but also didn't at the same time so vegas came into the league at a time when they had a pretty decent amount of um sort of like free agents or guys ending contracts and that kind of thing available you know um as well as they also just made really, really smart trades with teams where they said, like, hey, we'll give you, you know, these draft picks and whatever if you allow us to steal X player from you. Right. And that's how uh, we got, I think, March or so. And also, I think we did something similar with Flurry. Like, I think we gave them a draft pick, and that's why they were like, okay, whatever, take our, our goalie. So, um, and also, when you come into the league, you pay, like, a ridiculous amount of money to enter the league. Like, oh, it absolutely. costs a stupid amount of money. And because of that, uh, the league pretty much pulls strings, more or less, to ensure that your team isn't going to suck complete ass. I mean, you kind of have to, because, like, what's the point of entering the National Hockey League if you're not going to be on par with the other teams in the National Hockey League? You know, you have, exactly. to, make it, you have to make it fair. Exactly. Now, the biggest thing that helped Vegas also was that they were the first expansion franchise since, like, I think the late 90s. When did the Blue Jackets come in? It was probably around then, right? Maybe the early 2000s? I also have no idea. Okay, I think it was the early 2000s. Um, I could be wrong on that, but I want to say it was around then. And um, so it's been a long, long time since there was an expansion. And... um, they were also alone. So the thing was, is when the Sharks, I think it was the Sharks, came into the NHL at the same time as like another team or something like that. Anyways, in the 90s, there was this boom where there was a bunch of teams all at once, basically. And that screwed them because now you're fighting with someone else in this draft, basically. Right. Whereas Vegas was all alone. And I think Seattle is going to have a very similar situation where they are going to be basically alone, more or less, because it's been a while since Vegas. I think that was 2017, right? 
Yeah, 16, 17. When they made their cup run? Uh, when they came into the league, which, yeah, is the same year as I, their cup I run. I thought it was 17, 18. Might have been. That's when the Caps won. Is that when they won? They won the 2018 cup. Okay, so maybe it was 2017 when we came into the league. Something like that. I yeah. should probably know that. But anyways. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> you would think. The last few years have been a blur. <laughs> a little bit. So they, uh, yeah, they were all alone. And that was a while ago now. I mean, you know, like three, four years, something like that. So whatever. In any case, they're going to be alone again. So I think that helps them out quite a bit. Um, and I hope that they're good. And you they know. can pick and choose players from basically every single team. Like the players that the teams don't protect. Yes, save for I don't think they're allowed to steal from the Golden Knights. That's fair. Yeah, because I think that they're within a certain window. I think I don't remember how many years it is, but there's a certain window where you're too new to get stolen from, basically. Um, so I think that they're protected. Um, and there's going to be a lot of different options available to them. Now, there's guys right now that are on, I think, the last year of their contract, guys like Robin Leonard, who we rented from the Blackhawks. Uh, and then... Um, also guys like Taylor Hall with the Coyotes, who is going to be leaving that team, I assume. I mean, maybe he'll resign with Arizona, but I wouldn't, no. you know, so <laughs> I, th I think the, the idea of going to a brand new team would be exciting. I yeah. think, I think yeah, I'd pick that. Absolutely. But I guess we'll see the, other, the thing of it is, is they're also going to have to contend with the free agency of this upcoming summer. And I don't know what moves they're allowed to make right now since they're not technically a franchise. Right. Um, but like the Red Wings are obviously going to be fighting tooth and nail for someone like Leonard. I would think anyways, if they were smart. Uh, and then also, um, I've heard some rumblings about Taylor Hall, but I couldn't see him going to Detroit. Um, you know, it just kind of seems like a, a bit of an odd fit, to be have, honest with you. Have you seen how they're considering doing the draft this year? No. Um, so it hasn't been confirmed or nothing's been solidified, but the way the NHL is talking about doing the, uh, the draft... Uh, essentially, the Red Wings were guaranteed a first or second round pick. I saw that. They were basically like, hey, so we're rigging it so that you guys get Lafreniere or whatever his <laughs> name is. And I was like, wait, what? It was like a 57% chance of getting the first round pick and then, you know, the rest uh, second. And uh, people were so mad about that because they're used to the random selection and somehow that's better where, like, these teams who are continuously getting beat down still end up getting, like, the fourth, fifth, or sixth draft pick. Mm. And people were like, oh, no, you can just tank for good draft picks i'm like no one's really tanking like if you really sat down and watched the detroit red wings play hockey this year yeah they're not tanking they're well, just that, that bad and they deserve a first or second round pick and 100%. like we haven't had a pick that high in 25 years oh yeah well so here's the, here's what's weird to me about hockey and i guess to some level baseball is the fact that like um you can't really tank in either league, in my opinion. I mean, you can more in hockey than baseball, I would say. But, like, let me put it like this. With football, if you tank, you could get a quarterback who changes your organization in one year. Mm -hmm. If you play or if you tank in basketball, you can 100% get a superstar who literally changes the franchise. Um, so I understand why they would try to change it there, which actually football doesn't at all. They don't care. Um, and it's worked out just fine. Um, but with hockey, I just feel like when you draft a guy, first of all, other than Lafreniere, who do you know in this draft? 
I'm, you know, I was looking it up with my dad just a couple days ago, and I already can't remember. Exactly. So, like, there's no huge names because it's not like college hockey is this big thing the way that college football and even, no. you know, to some degree, well, obviously, college basketball, you know. Uh, I've never paid attention to yeah. NHL drafts. Exactly. No one cares. And uh, they've talked about televising it, and even then, I I don't think anyone Dude, cares. Dude, this has been my, my thing for a couple years now. Could you imagine sitting down for an entire goddamn weekend and watching an like an nfl draft like the entire thing yeah. all day all night for right. an entire weekend just seriously like six hours of and now the detroit lions pick uh, uh bob seeger and uh <laughs> and the silver bullet band uh yeah the lions really needed a good uh, quarterback and uh you know th- this guy did real good in college and like, who can sit there and watch that shit yeah. for an entire fucking week? You're a nerd. You're a loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, I, you are worse than the people that sit <laughs> in their mother's basement playing video games and Dungeons and Dragons. That's like the saddest thing I can think of is watching the entire fucking NFL draft. And I have friends that do it, and I was giving them shit for so long. But Yeah, I so I watch usually the first round. I uh, mean, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think you could justify that. The first round, I think, is okay. Past that, it does start to get tedious, where you, I'm just like, dude, I'll just look it up on Instagram or Exactly. Or the next yeah. day, you could just look it up on the internet and you don't have to waste hours watching it. you can just get the list right there for you and also seeing like every other team like why do i care who the jacksonville jaguars select or like <laughs> no. whoever it's like so stupid yeah i agree in some ways now with football i think it's more justifiable but with hockey it's just like completely stupid it makes no sense no one cares about the lower league so like this idea of tanking and then you're gonna draft a hockey player who changes your whole organization to me is a bit silly and also because, like, what's different between things like the NBA and um, the NFL is that uh, when you get drafted, you don't go right to the majors. Oftentimes, you'll go to uh, either an AHL, an ECHL, or, you know, some other equivalent team. You know, and the same thing with baseball, like, they'll get these prospects and whatever, and they sit around in, you know, below single A, and then single A, double A, triple A. I mean, it's this ridiculous process to get to the majors. Right. So, for me, w- with hockey, okay, you say the, the Red Wings get, um, I keep butchering his name. I think it's Lafreniere, but it it's might be something Lafreniere like that. or something. It really I don't doesn't know. matter it's to me. It's some stupid It's name. some disgusting <laughs> European like the he's NHL's is full Mon- of it. He's from Montreal. Montreal. Is he's he Canadian? Really? Yes. Well, anyways, you know, you know the NHL. Try yeah, to yeah. pronounce half the names on the back of jerseys. True. Like Roy is Wa for some reason. Wa and Toes is Taves. Apparently, like T O E W. It's There's, like get out of here. It's like, the Europeans and the Russians. Silly and fake names. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Or like, um, have you seen the guy? He used to play for the Rangers. Now he plays for the Hurricanes. Uh, Shea. It's like S K J E I. He uh, that name was made fun of uh, when Chance the Rapper did the uh, <laughs> the oh what's the what's the term what's the phrase let's, uh, let's do, do that, that hockey, hockey. Yes. yeah yeah that's the guy they make fun of like yeah I don't see any vowels or anything <laughs> in that name so I'm not even gonna try to pronounce that shit yeah <laughs> yeah that was Shay and it's funny because is that like, really how you pronounce that yeah it's Shay oh my god yeah yeah it's weird um so. Uh, God, I don't even know where the hell we're going. With oh, so basically, my thing is, is, so if they get him, all right, he sits in Grand Rapids, and you never know what could happen to him. You don't know that he's going to pan out. And, and hell, maybe he 
in, gets injured and, and not that I want that to happen to anybody, but like there's a lot of things that can happen before they make the majors. Um, right. And even if you look at uh, some of our, you know, former big picks and whatever, um, uh, like Philip Zadina, he is good. He's fine. He's a, pretty good at uh, supplying the puck to people, but he's not nearly this goal scorer or, you know, um, uh, is he a defenseman or a winger? He's a winger. He's a winger. Okay. Yeah. But like, he's not this amazing elite. Like, he's not even as good as Dylan Larkin. Right. You know, and he's so young. Yeah. He's well. Yeah. But he's starting to get to the point where it's just sort of like, I think it's safe to say by now that he is not what some people maybe thought he was going to be. Yeah. We're going like the what the sixth round, something like that. I yeah. think there, I think there's time. I'll give him one or two more seasons because sure. he, he only played like a, a, a decent handful of games in the NHL. You know, True. I think they're trying to like warm him up to it. True. And I think that that's just kind of my point in general of these prospects is that it's just it's so unknown and it takes so long that it's just this idea that we'll tank and just get the first round pick and all this kind of thing. And that's just going to suddenly turn around the franchise and win a cup. I just don't think that that's as realistic in the NHL as um, as it is with something like the NBA. Well, and that and for some reason, I can't imagine an organization or a general manager or a team team uh, uh, coach going to the team and trying to sell them that. Could you imagine being a pro sport player making millions and some guy comes into you and is like, all right, we need to purposely start losing games. That, that, that seems stupid to me. I don't, I, for some reason, I can't imagine any, any respectable pro sport athletes saying yes to that. Like I have to there's assume. There's definitely some, but um, if there's any indication, like last year, I think it was last year, um, the Dolphins' motto, well, not officially, but the fans <laughs> called it, was tank for Tua, yeah. which they ended up drafting, by the way. They got him as their quarterback. Um, but there was multiple players for the Dolphins who were either requesting trades or just straight up you know, vocally saying that they were pissed about it and they wanted nothing to do with tanking you know, or whatever. They, they wanted to go out there and try to win games. Yeah, and the thing with know? hockey is you can definitely see when there's no effort being put in. Oh, yeah. Like, I can still watch, and people like, like you know, Dylan Lark and Mantha and all those guys, they're still, they're still trying, Absolutely. but I mean, their best... Isn't as good, isn't nearly as good as you know even the worst teams in the league. Yeah, well, I think you know, the biggest thing with Detroit right now is that we really have nothing as far as defensemen. Zero. It's Not mostly a- just wingers that are young and like they can score, but when you have nobody blocking goals, let alone our goaltending is just abysmal. But um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's still entertaining to watch those guys as highlights and to see the way that they do. So long as we don't crush their souls by the time. That yeah, I, I was trying to feel so bad for Lark, like the young Dude, guys like Larkin bastard. and Bertuzzi, like just them getting repeatedly shit on over oh, yeah. and over and over again. Like that's got to that's got to hurt the soul a little bit. Oh, absolutely. And especially like Larkin caught a lot of flack for uh, not going to the um, all star game. You know, I don't care, which I don't care either. I'm like, dude, the all-star game is the dumbest thing ever. I hate all-star games in every sport. And to be honest with you, you can just cut them. People skip it all them. the time. They're stupid. Ovechkin yeah. gets fined because he just doesn't want to go to that shit, which by the way is total bullshit because he went for, I think at l- like for years and was like one of the biggest, um, like champions of it, basically, you know, trying to get people to watch it. And he like, you know, he, I think he paid his dues with the, with the all-star game and really tried his hardest to be, the star of it and to try to make it engaging television, that kind of thing. So I feel like he's paid his dues when it comes to the all-star game. They're really just not that fun to watch. No, they're stupid. And the skills competitions are not that interesting either. Sometimes like it depends on what's going Like I, it's something you want to go back and watch highlights of. I was going to say it's fun for Twitter fodder, but that's about it. Exactly. And then like the games 
aren't fun to watch because there's nothing like there's there's zero depth to it. Like, n- yeah, no one's there for any reason. They're just excuse me, like playing. They're just playing hockey and there's no reason for them to be there. It's not like they're playing for something or like this, there's, you know, we got to win this game to get to the playoffs. Like it's just a bunch of guys playing hockey, which is cool. But like, where are the stakes? I don't want to watch yeah. this. The only all-star events that I somewhat enjoy are, um, I think in baseball, it tends to be fun, mostly because they do the home run derby and that's a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, at the all-star game, I could kind of e- go either way on, but they tend to try. So that's fun um but the biggest thing is that uh i believe it determines who gets quote unquote a uh, home field advantage um during the world series really yeah so like the every year the national league and the american league play each other in the um in the world series so uh basically it determines um who i think gets to go first basically something like that I think it's something like that. So, like, if the National League team wins, then let's say the Mets, for some reason, make the World Series, then they would get to be home first. And I think since it's a best of seven, I think they would get four dates out of three. Okay. Or, you know, instead of three. Something like that. I believe that's what they're fighting for. No, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Which, that's kind of neat. I mean, it's not like the, you know, it's not that big of a deal, but it's a little something for them to strive for. Um, and like in NASCAR, uh, they're fighting for a million dollars. Like if you win the all-star race, you get a million dollars. Is that really what it is? It's an actual million dollars. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, especially if you're, um, you know, like last year, well, this is a bit of a, a tough one, but, uh, <laughs> Kyle Larson won last year. Okay. So like, yikes, <laughs> what, what's the biggest official race in NASCAR? The biggest race of the year is the Daytona 500, which is the season opener. Okay. So what, what? What would be more important to a driver, winning the Daytona 500 or winning a million dollars in the the All Star Daytona race? 500. Like, okay, so are you getting more than a million dollars if you win that shit? Or I don't think is, so. Or is it just because like you know it's because like you get to say you won the Daytona That's 500? That's pretty much it. Okay. Yep. So the biggest thing is that so it's called NASCAR Super Bowl, which doesn't really make sense because it's not our championship race. Right. But the thing of it is, is that um, it's steeped with the most history it was the first ever super speedway i think or did they build talladega first no they did daytona first anyways wait talladega is an actual thing yeah talladega talladega is a real track i didn't know that (laughs) i just you know i just hear the word talladega and you know obviously i think think of the will Will ferrell Ferrell movie movie. i didn't know that was like i didn't know where that came from talladega is a place in alabama that's like a town wow so that the the name to the will ferrell movie now makes a lot more sense yeah talladega Talladega nights Nights. yeah Yeah. and and it's because the well i don't think that they actually taped any of the i think most of the footage was shot in north carolina where most race footage for movies is, is shot uh and sometimes they use dover as well and like other places but um yeah, Talladega is number one. It's it's a real place in Alabama. I did not know but that. But also, Talladega Super Speedway is is the track. You learn something every day. This is still an educational podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so um, uh, Daytona it has the most history though because it was basically NASCAR's. Well, it wasn't their first track, but it was among the first, and specifically, it was one of the first when it started to become really hugely popular. How old is Daytona? Uh, pretty damn old. I don't know how old, but pretty damn old. Give me like a ballpark. Uh, we're talking like at least sixty to seventy years. I think oh, okay. something like that. Like it's a well. Let me Google Daytona. Um, it's it's really old. Daytona International, the Speedway. There we go. Which I've been to this place. Nineteen fifty nine. I said nineteen fifty nine. Yeah, yeah, something like that. 
Yeah, there it is. Okay. So we landed on, like, this was made before we landed on the moon. Yep. Now, there's uh, some more history to this. So the thing of it is, is uh, the NASCAR, one of the first things they did was race on the beach, actually on the beach in Daytona. How like, does that work? Well, they had, like, different tires, I'm sure, and that kind of thing. So, like, it was more like dirt racing, which we still have Were dirt they racing to this on day. The, like, the sand and dirt? Yes. You're shitting me. No. Interesting. Yeah, and like I'm pretty sure like they probably modified it to some way to where they could be able to like, you know, do it where they probably roughed up the sand. It wasn't like probably just the soft bullshit. I mean, maybe it was. There's no way you're racing through that shit. I would not think so, I but can't maybe. Even, I can't even walk through it. That's yeah, kind of what I'm saying. My feet hurt by the time you get through the sand. But it's so hot. Dude, it's the worst. But like, uh, so they raced on Daytona Beach, and that was like one of their first like uh, sort of places that they raced. And then they started building really, really small, affordable tracks. Like they had um, Martinsville and uh, Darlington, which they're racing at this weekend, the first race back from quarantine and uh, stuff like that and whatever. But Daytona was like the crown jewel. This was like the home of NASCAR because they had raced on the beach nearby. And then they built this just beautiful facility that's two and a half miles. It's just this ridiculous thing. Um, and actually, there's this gigantic lake in the middle of it that is like, I, I don't remember how big this thing is, but it's like bigger than a couple of like football fields or something like it's a ridiculous huh. lake in the middle of the track and it's called lake lloyd and uh they used the sand from that area to build the banking and so that's why it's there right and uh i think it was fireball something god damn it what was his name it one of the drivers anyways fireball something or another his name was fireball well that was his nickname okay uh he uh, like crashed into lake lloyd okay um, which was kind of funny not funny because he could have died but you know he's, he's but he all didn't good. so we yeah, can, he didn't he, we can so make fun he'll be all right but uh, i mean i think he's dead now i think he's long well, dead you know you know <laughs> it caused by natural causes yeah, yeah. He, he did not die of coronavirus or falling in lake lloyd um <laughs> But anyways, yeah, that's uh, that is the biggest race is Daytona. And it's because of that. And also because the Daytona 500 is this spectacle race that's just, you know, it's a really big deal. You know, it's 500 miles. Um, so that's about 200 laps. And uh, it is just this, you know, huge, huge event you know, for the sport. Um, and a lot of very, very good things have happened there and some horrible things like Dale Sr.'s death in, uh, in 2001. He died coming to the checkered flag of, uh, of that race. So, And actually, uh, he owned a team, Dale Earnhardt uh, Incorporated? I don't know. It had some... It was DEI. So anyways, they uh, that was a team, and he owned Michael Waltrip's car, and that's who won the race. Oh, really? Yeah. It was his first Daytona 500 win. I think it was his first cup win. And his older brother, Daryl, was up in the booth, and he was, like, sobbing because he was so happy that his brother just won the race. And he actually says, like, oh, you know, is Dale okay? And he's just like, ah, he's always okay, or something like that. And he says, like, oh, you know, I bet that he's fine and stuff and then like 20 minutes later he had to come back on the air basically and everyone was sobbing because they find out that dale was no longer there so yeah there's a there's a lot of history with daytona i mean yeah you 60 years of you know racing on one track absolutely yeah uh other than that i would say like the world 600 as it used to be called it's now called the coke 600 and it has been for like 20 years at least why not the pepsi 600 <sighs> because pepsi sucks but uh, so the Coke, <laughs> I triggered him actually, uh, oh wait, no, that one is still called the Coke 600 because there's another event, um, in the summer when they go to Daytona a second time. And that is like the Coke zero sugar 400 or something. Dumb. What the fuck? Yeah. They, <laughs> That's the dumbest shit I've ever It's heard. horrible. They, it, well, every time Coke comes out with a new product, they keep changing it. And it's, it's stupid. Anyways. 
Um, that used to be the 4th of July race for like years and years, and that was an amazing tradition, but now it's getting moved to September, and it's stupid, but whatever. Um, but yeah, in the championship race... Um, has kind of moved around tracks. Traditionally, it was at Homestead for a very long time, but this year it's at uh, Phoenix, or maybe it will. Who knows now? But, um, you know, they kind of move that around a little bit. But Daytona, the 500, is always in one place. So I think that's kind of why. How did we get here? I have no idea. But that <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, uh, we were... Was there a grand point <laughs> that I we have were no trying idea. to make? I don't know. Because we just ended up just diving into NASCAR balls deep. Uh, and also, apparently, you didn't know that Talladega existed, which is amazing. I'm sorry. Uh, which is just, that's just great. Um, what the hell was I getting on about? Anyways, the point of it is, is hockey is happening. <laughs> uh, well, it's, well, not, it's, it's not, not happening. It's definitely not happening. And it makes me sad. It makes me very sad as well. Um, so before we get into what I have prepared for us, uh, I do want to talk about one thing. Did you see the news of... Um, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 being remastered, and what say you? Look, I will not be satisfied until I get Skate fucking 4. <laughs> Tony Hawk can suck my dick. <laughs> Those games aren't as nearly as sophisticated, or yeah. I don't think they're nearly as fun. Like, sure. cool, you press a button, you do a kickflip. Like, the, the, the trick... Uh, stick analog thing with hmm. like skate they revolu they revolutionized skateboarding video games and I could never play any skateboarding game that didn't use that interesting and uh, I like I don't know I, I mean obviously there's a lot of Tony I never played the Tony like I played them later in life but I don't have like the the, the nostalgia. nostalgia thing so like maybe those people are real happy good for them I'm happy sure, for sure. them but personally I don't give a fuck I'm excited about it because I've never played them that's the only that's thing that's fair yeah and, um, and I also have no history with basically any of this kind of thing mostly because the most I ever got into uh, skateboarding in general was in like seventh and eighth grade. I had tech decks and I would like play horse against you've people. never played a skate game. Not really. I think uh, if you ever have the chance, I don't know how it would even work or what, but try skate three. Okay. Dude, this shit's so fun. Okay. It is stupid fun. But, uh, but yeah, like I'm, I'm glad that like, that's a good thing for the video game industry, I guess. Sure. Uh, I just want skate four, man. So the thing of it is, is it's kind of, a, it's, Along this broader topic that I was going to bring up of how um, it seems that stuff that we grew up on is now starting to get old enough to where it's like nostalgic, kind of like how um, probably when we were sort of growing up, there was a lot of nostalgia for like the NES and the SNES and stuff like that. Right. Um, and you see less and less of that now because now the nostalgia is for like the N64, the PlayStation 1, the Xbox original, and it's like starting to weirdly Dude. get towards like the PlayStation 2 even. Well, the nostalgia's already gotten to the point where like they made Modern Warfare 2 remastered and people I know. are like, whoa, <laughs> I mean, that's crazy, which I, I have zero interest in playing that. I, d I don't know. I don't know how I feel about remasters because like every sure. once in a while a good one comes along and... Like, if you remaster a super old game to make it playable, uh, you know, these days, good. But there's just some games, like Modern Warfare 2 campaign, that, like, did they really need to be remastered? Like, it's mm. still playable. It still gets by. It still looks good. But do how do you feel in the way that, like, uh, well, sorry, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say, did you hear that, uh, like, all the Nintendo rumors about all the games oh, that yeah, are getting remastered? Oh, yeah, all those coming back. I'm very excited all about the that. Mario, like, Mario yeah. uh, Sunshine and yeah. 64 and stuff. I'm stoked. Like, mm. that like that kind of stuff? Yeah. Well, the biggest thing for me with those is that, well, first of all, Mario 64 looks like piss at this point. It's just Absolutely. a polygonal I, I can disaster. never sit down and play that. No way. 
Um, and especially now that they've basically just remade it more or less with Odyssey. Is that the last one? Yes, Odyssey. Okay. Have you played? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, it's amazing. Fun. Yeah. So they can basically just copy that more or less. Um, at least like the the what would you call it? The engine? Yeah. Maybe? Use the same engine. Yeah. Um, but. The biggest thing is that there's great games like uh, Galaxy and Galaxy 2 that were both trapped on one of these just horrendous machines like the Wii and the Wii U, like just these horrendous machines. So I'm excited to see those come back. Um, Mario Sunshine can kind of eat my ass because I hate that <laughs> game. It's so frustrating and hard and stupid, and it's basically Mario 64, but just not fun. You know what? Mario Odyssey is my first Mario game. What? Like in general? I was never, I was never, I never owned a Nintendo console. I was never a Nintendo guy. I, I, uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild was my first, uh, Zelda game. What? Um, like we had a Wii and like we had like, you know, Mario Kart and stuff, but I never actually played. I like, I had a, but like if, like my buddy Jacob had, uh, Sunshine at one point. I played a little bit of Sunshine, but like I never actually sat down until Odyssey came out and played a Mario game from front to back. That is bizarre. Like so the Switch was my first Nintendo console. That's bizarre. I know. I mean, that's cool, but that's bizarre. I so I grew up on Nintendo handhelds. Like my first ever, uh, like console that I purchased. I guess I it wasn't technically but with my birthday money. Let's say you know it was like fourth grade. Right. Uh, I remember it distinctly. I bought a Game Boy Advance SP. It was blue, and uh, I got Pokemon Emerald, and that was oh, the yeah. first thing I ever got. Um, so I grew up with with Mario games and all that kind of stuff in general. Now console wise, I didn't really get a Nintendo console until the Wii. Um, mostly because like my friends had GameCubes and would bring them over and like N64 and all that. So I never had to like buy one. Are Game, Game Boys Nintendo consoles? Yes. Okay. I did have a Game Boy Advance. Okay. So okay. I guess that I did have a Nintendo console. Okay. I only played Pokemon on it though. So Pokemon's pretty excellent. Now my first Mario, I played Mario one quite a bit, but I didn't like it nearly as much as like Super Mario three is still to me one of the great games of all time. Like it is just ridiculous ridiculous how well made and how fun that game is even to this day um and if you have nintendo online you have it for free so you should play it oh really well yeah do you, do you have nintendo online like uh, that I little service so. thing with like the nes and whatever like the nes classics oh i mean did you ever download that i don't know so go to the store and in your membership thing there's like a little spot where you can download the nes emulator and the snes emulator but that comes and you get a bunch free, of free games that's free if you have the online yes but i mean we've i've visited the your island. oh I've, yeah you have then yeah, yeah you that, have it yeah i do have it okay so do that and then you have like all of the great mario games really okay. pretty much yeah huh. um and mario 3 is amazing um and uh, I've always enjoyed those. I think my favorite um, and that I have the most nostalgia for is actually New Super Mario Brothers for the Nintendo DS because okay. I thought that that was just excellent and really well done and I just played the hell out of it. Um, and then Zelda, I think the first one I played and truly actually to, to count it as my first one that I really went through was uh, Ocarina of Time. Okay. And uh, I did that on the 3DS remake, actually, um, mostly because I didn't own an N64, and uh, it was excellent on the 3DS. Did you play uh, uh, Breath of the Wild? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love that game. It's excellent. I think I, I, top five for me. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, one of it's few ridiculously games, It's good. one of the few games I consider just through and through perfect yeah the one thing i will say about it and i don't know what the issue is but like when i first ever went through it 
It was one of the greatest experiences I've ever had with a game in my entire life. But like having troubles replaying it. Yeah, me too. And I don't understand because like Gus and Eddie have talked about how much they absolutely love playing it still. Like they still play it all the time, and they'll like start new games and this and that. And I started a new game not that long ago, and I I played it and it was fun and whatever, but I just didn't care. Yeah, it wasn't the same. I had the same problem. Just didn't care. My at all. problem is I never should have restarted in the first place. Because mm. I, sh- I what I should have done was just gone through, completed all 120 oh, yeah. things. But like for some reason, I just wanted to start from the beginning and. Uh, that was a mistake. <laughs> I think I got all of those. Um, like the shrines? Yeah, the yeah, shrines. I did all those. All 120? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yep. I went through my first playthrough. I did a couple of completion things, but not many. Um, and so that was really, really fun. Like I said, that first experience was amazing. But like after that, yeah, absolutely. After that, I just didn't care, which is so weird because there's games like Skyrim that I still can't stop playing. You know what I did today? What's that? Played I w- Skyrim? I wasted like three hours modding Skyrim. Because <laughs> here's the thing. No, this is what I, I do this maybe once a month or so mm-hmm. is I install uh, New Vegas, mm-hmm. uh, Fallout 4, Skyrim. New I, Vegas is so good. If that doesn't come to the Switch soon, Jesus hold Christ. That thought, hold that thought. We could talk about that because I will talk about that for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um I spend I every once a month I get one of those games and I spend it's like a boring day where I have nothing going on I want to I want to kill time is I'll spend four hours modding it mm. and then you know after four hours I'll boot it up and it won't work <laughs> uh, and then you know I'll spend another two hours trying to get it work and then ultimately like it just comes down like it nothing's nothing and every time I do it I get a little closer to getting it to work I spent all day today modding Skyrim and just as I finished modding it I came here so I don't know if oh, it works okay. or not so you have no idea but I did the same thing the Fallout for like four days ago okay and it kind of works but then i'm like uh i don't want to play fallout 4 anymore god what do you make of that game by the way i platinumed it um fallout 4 um i think that was the first game i ever platinumed actually i think it might have been do you know, wait hold on you play playstation well so at least platinum you, mean you get all you got all the achievements yes yeah um, whatever the achievements are well they're not yeah they're called trophies in that but it's achievements on xbox and then yeah it's like all that stuff I, I I had a weird love-hate relationship with Fallout 4 because, like, f- from the aspect of, like, engine-wise compared to the old Fallout games, like, the shooting mechanics were, you know, so refined good. and good. Like, uh, graphically, it looked, you know, better than the old things. And, like, it had a engaging story, and I thought the settlement stuff was fun, and, like, it was a, it was a fun game. But nothing comes as close as engaging as, the, as Fallout New Vegas because New Vegas was a pure RPG through and yep. through. And that's what I want out of a Fallout game, and you didn't get that out of Fallout 4. In Fallout 4, yeah. you had a character who had a voice and had a story, and you like it was kind of, quote-unquote, linear. It was like a linear story in an open-world game. Yeah, and if I have to hear from, uh, what is it, like, Percy or... Par- What's that dude's name? Oh, uh... uh Fuck. I don't know what his name is. Preston. Preston. I can't stand him. Another settlement needs your help. (laughs) Yes, dude. I'm so sick of him. Um... I so I, I planned it so I had to basically do everything so I've done like every storyline yeah dude it's crazy holy shit it's a lot um and you also had to like do whatever you had to like 100% your settlement or some bullshit or like have 100% happiness or something mm-hmm. it was a whole bunch dude, of nonsense there was I would, I'm thinking about more of the good things in that game like the crafting system how they made use of every single item in the game every liked, single item you could pick up had a component to it that you could use to craft so now you had a reason to search every building so you can find the Abraxo cleaner which had uh oh I can't remember what like compound it had that you could build stuff but like 
that was my favorite part of the game is they made a they gave you a reason to look for everything or search everything because every yeah. item had a every item had some sort of a use to it. To me, some of that became a little bit clutter, but I did like it quite a bit, especially like if I got a gun I really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. uh, it was cool because it would tell me you need these things, and I could say okay, sweet, and then I would go out and find those things, yeah. which was awesome. And like the gun customization, everything armor, like, it was it, it was, was really cool. It was good. The town building stuff was atrocious. Though. Yeah, as somebody who had to get the hundred percent happiness atrocious there's some mods that like there's one called sim settlements mm -hmm. where you kind of start it up and then like kind of like a city sim it'll just kind of do its own thing mm. and grow organically and you can you know have kind of control about what happens but everything just kind of happens on its own you know what the most annoying part of all time was though what's that was the fact that i'd get all these really badass like power armor things and then my random ass like strangers like in my village or whatever would like put them on and wear them Really, I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, because I, uh, I built essentially like vaults for them to sit in, so that like it, that only I could access because the AI was too stupid to do it, basically. And then that way that I could wear my power armor when I wanted to, and one of these dill holes wasn't walking around town with it, and then I was just screwed because I couldn't like, well, I could get it off them, but it was like a whole process. The worst thing for me, and I have this problem with every video game, is you know you find the fusion cores that that power the power armor, mm -hmm. and it's like, well, these are valuable. I don't want to use them, so I never use power armor. And then you know, fifteen hours later, I have four hundred fusion cores, so and I still don't want to use them. I still don't want to use them. It's so stupid. Well, I've been getting. First of all, the power armor is like cool, but it's clunky and annoying to use anyways. So mm -hmm. like, I barely used it myself. Right. But um, it was a cheat code. Uh, yeah, kind of. You could of. put it on, and you could just survive just about fucking anything. <sighs> kind of, except that you were now like slower than hell, which to me, speed in a game matters over That's power. That's yeah, fair. I like being slow and weak, or fast and weak, rather than slow and uh, healthy. Yeah, I, I would rather like have like one health, but be Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> and instead of having like a billion health and be you know a turtle essentially. Like I just I can't deal with that. But um. I uh, I had moments with Fallout 4 that felt like the old games that I really, oh, like really it's still enjoyed a and really game. relished. It still has some of that Fallout magic. Yes, but you, it definitely didn't have even close to as much. Well, it, I think, you know, because uh, it was like, so Obsidian made New Vegas and Bethesda made Fallout 3 and Fallout 4. And, like, you know, Bethesda never really cared about the RPG elements. Right. And, like, the basics are still there. But, like, dude, Fallout New Vegas with, like, the reputation for each faction. Yes. You can, and, like, you can go around and change how the end game to work and, like, work with different factions and do God knows what. Like, I don't know, that shit. And you can, like, build your own character with his own story and backstory and, like, how, like, just play to your own kind of play your own kind of way and that was magical to me not to mention the aesthetic and the soundtrack i mean that stuff was big iron oh. big oh, iron. besides well big iron's amazing uh johnny guitar though if i hear johnny guitar one more time i'm gonna stab myself in the leg like really? i can't stand it dude big can't iron is it. a song that i literally listen to on my way here absolutely it's dude. in my playlist big iron slaps marty robbins yeah oh dude my God. he was uh he uh raced once in nascar actually You're i don't know joking. if he did it like multiple times but yeah huh yeah it was cool at um, daytona 
but the the cool thing is that I've been following. There's a small dedicated team that is making a Fallout Four mod. Oh, okay. They're literally doing. It's an overhaul mod. It's literally they're literally recreating the entirety of Fallout New Vegas. Oh, nice. But in Fallout Four and like in Fallout Four engine. I like that a lot. Uh, and they've been working since 2017. You know, it's a small team. You know, making a whole fucking game is difficult. But I've been following that, and like I'm really excited for that. You know, Fallout New Vegas uh, didn't age well. Yeah, I've, for sure. I've tried to go back and play it a few times. I still play it quite a bit, honestly. I'm able to go back, but I will say that it's starting to get to the point where it's feeling a little bit empty. Yeah. Which I liked about the game, but now it's starting to get to the point where it's like empty enough to where I've kind of done it all, you know? So it's like I kind of want to... Um, you know, have basically the sequel more or less. Yeah, and the color palette isn't you know super. It's not amazing. Um, shout out to my my friend Ian. He always he always complained about how awful the color palette in that game was. Like everything is just brown. It's just brown. And I'm like, but Did you but change? no, no. Here's the thing. Oh. His favorite Fallout games, Fallout Three. I'm like, the color palette it's is just gray. It's just. Gray and gr- it's just washed out gray and green. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Like, so you're picking one boring ass color palette over the other. Like, no. Um, what were you going to say? I was going to say that um, uh, the one thing that they, for me, blew in Fallout 4. So I got the DLC. I don't know if you did. But yeah. um, the thing that they really pissed me off with was the fact that Nuka-Cola World, I thought they could have nailed and made basically a mini version of uh, New Vegas, more right. or less, or at least like the Vegas Strip that they did in that game. Uh, and they just botched it completely. I hate Nuka-Cola World. It is, first of all, it's buggy and glitchy and shitty and doesn't run well at all. All right, I don't feel bad about not playing that it one It is then. horrendous. I played the Automatron. Yeah, I played, I played those ones, which were okay. Boring. Yeah, uh, they Far were whatever. Harbor, I think that I, was also I, stupid. I know I started. It. I don't know if I finished it, but the DLC for that game blew ass, dude. Compared to Fallout New Vegas's DLC, like Dead Money. Or, oh yeah, oh. dude, it's so yeah. Like <clears throat> I think that's kind of where some of my issue comes in with four is just that the DLC was piss, and also the fact that like this was their opportunity to really upgrade their infrastructure and they their just, engine. Yeah, the same. I mean, Jesus Bethesda's create creation engine has had the same problem since Morrowind, which yeah. is like the game they made it for. And guess what? They are building their th- there's three games they're working or two games. They have their Starfield, mm-hmm. and they have the next Elder Scrolls game. And they already confirmed that both of those games are still using the same fucking buggy, disgusting, gross ass engine. Just fucking scrap it. It it had it, it, it has had the same problems every single game, and they don't bother to fix them. Like I don't know. I I that's frustrating. And then after the release of Fallout seventy six, I'm really concerned about just how things are going to go from this point on. Yeah, dude, for real. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Fallout seventy six. Speaking of which, they just put out DLC for that, and I heard that sucked too. Um, I tried to play that briefly, and I I'm just sorry. Uh, yeah, I couldn't. Here's the thing that I didn't like. Is that there's no dialogue with AI? For they, they just added that. With oh, the, did they? The, the Wastelanders DLC. Oh my God. Four years later, they finally added other people to talk to. <laughs> Dude, it's so stupid because, um, I, like, I, I think I heard that but didn't want to believe it, and so I started playing it, and uh, I think they had it for free for a little bit or something, and um, 
I just remember getting all my missions from like these little audio logs and stuff like that, whatever. And I was like, oh, this is kind of neat or whatever, you know. And I thought that that was like temporary, and then it just kept happening. It's empty. There's nothing Dude, going there's on. There's nothing to do, and every mission is like kill this one guy that takes like five seconds. And I'm like, what the hell is this? They butchered it because boy, I remember we know when Skyrim and Fallout were coming out. Me and my friends like, could you imagine like two you and me doing this, having fun? That's how I felt about GTA, and they still haven't done it right <laughs> because like GTA Online is like its own beast and it's neat. But I want an experience where I can literally just have me and my friend in this campaign environment essentially and it's just us two going around being stupid to where like especially in five with how big the map is i don't even necessarily need to see you for a while right and then all of a sudden you just come zooming by or something like that to me sounds like heaven yeah uh but for some reason they just have to have this i don't know it, there's too many like modes and little games inside of it and it's just too much bullshit i never cared for gta online i found it to be super predatory when it comes to like getting oh you to God. like spend money because like if like they keep releasing all these cool cars and yachts and like helicopters planes whatever and like the price is unreasonable and like to get that money and get that experience just through like playing like you know the regular game modes would take so much fucking grinding that the average person couldn't do like they're basically saying hey buy these shark cards with real money so you yeah. can get this fucking bugatti and gta online Didn't they add a real casino that you can use real money for absolutely that was, so stupid yeah, yeah no they they butchered that like i you know the races and stuff were fun there was like a year period where me and my old friends would play a shit ton of gta online it was fun but like uh that's only because I got in a hacked lobby and someone gave me millions of dollars okay. and I could like buy whatever I wanted. Yeah. See, I was always just like poor in it and I felt like they put you in a lobby with people who already have so much money that it's just like, okay, well, I'm clearly going to suck. Right. Like now what? Like how am I supposed to catch up to these guys legitimately? Basically, yeah. You they know? didn't like, there's not enough opportunities to make enough money to, really have freedom in that game like campaign you're basically handed money here's all the fucking cars buy it edit it however you want you can feel cool but in online like you either grind so unreasonably that you just like don't have a fucking job or something yeah or you buy shark cards which yeah. just seems stupid to me i always thought it was pretty awful which is why i stopped playing online and the heists suck because i my perfect way to do it first of all the fact that there's only like one heist mission in the video game is ridiculous because everyone loved the heist mission in gta 4 so now Naturally, GTA 5, we thought, why not give us more of those types of missions? And they basically didn't. In the campaign? Mm -hmm. I thought it was all based around a shit ton of heists. There was only like two, I think. There was like four or five, I thought. Uh, there's the one... You got the jewelry store. You got the bank oh, on the, the jewelry desert. Store. You got the one that required... Uh, you, you stole something from the military. You had like the submarine shit. Yes. Um, I don't know if I count that one entirely. The first ones I'll give you. Okay. Uh, and then I think there's like the big one at the end, isn't there? I can't even remember what the big one was. Me oh, they, no, they steal from the, the, like, the just CIA like, or no, whatever. No, the it International is. Bank or that's something. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, or something something like that. So, yeah, like three. I thought maybe there was the, a four. There's spot. a couple in there. The So, I guess what I mean by that is um, I would like the ability to just basically plan heist whenever sure. like i think that you should be able to make money that way where it's just like oh i'm gonna go rob it like when the game ends i guess storyline it makes sense because you kind of all go into witness protection in some way don't you um or not really i don't remember i don't remember either but it's just like okay so the the well depending on how you ended it, i'm not gonna well i guess it's been, it's been out since it's been, 2013 yeah uh, if you haven't beaten it um so 
you can basically choose to either kill, I think, Trevor, kill Franklin, or... Kill Michael. Or kill Michael. Well, is no, it all a, of them? Well, here's the thing. If you you choose, can't kill one of them, though, can you? you know, so here's the thing. You can kill Trevor, or you can kill Michael, but if you choose to kill Franklin, yes. all three are saved. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. So I did that because I didn't want to get rid of any of them. Because right. to me, that just felt stupid. Yeah. So, um... But to me, I'm like, these guys are criminals for a reason. Like, Michael had already been through witness protection, and he clearly broke that. So, like, why not do it again, you know? So, to, I don't know. I kind of wish that I could do more robbery-type things. And also, like, in the fourth one, it felt like um, there is not a ton, but a decent amount of buildings you could enter and just, like, screw around in. Like, you could go into the hospital and... I mean, this, this sounds horrible, but basically, you could just go full mass shooter in, like, a hospital or in, like, a Burger King or whatever. The, what was it called? Burger Shot. Burger Shot or, or like, Cluck and Bell. Yeah, or there's one Cluck and Bell you can do it in, like, the bowling alley. And, like, there's all these places you can go and, like, just kind of dick around in the strip club and whatever. But in GTA Five, there's, like, two stores. There's the, only one clothing store. I mean, it repeats, like, three times, but it's the same one. Right. And then other than that it's like i think um is there really anywhere else you can go inside you know there's like i think you know there's a place you can go and play darts something like that maybe oh Um, there's the strip club you can go inside uh, but that's basically it yeah i don't remember any anything else yeah and i hate that because i like the ability to go inside and now like i get the I, to me, I think they probably did it because it's just they were lazy and didn't want to have to like put in the effort of having the insides buildings, and that's a whole pain. I don't even think consoles itself. could handle you know the interiors of a yeah. shit ton of stuff. Meanwhile, on the outside, there's all this stuff going on too. Yeah. I think that that's kind of the way that it was for this one, especially with how big the map was. Although GTA 4 was pretty big at, for its time and could go inside a lot of buildings, so I don't know. And maybe they were sensitive to like you know modern uh, issues with school shooters and all that kind of stuff and whatever. But at the same time, they cover so much ground on controversial topics that they don't that give a ma- fuck. Yeah, you could so walk down the street and just start shooting people, blowing up cars exactly. and RPGs. Like they have completely already crossed that line. So I don't understand in some ways like why you're not allowed to do these things. It's Especially because I think it would be fun if GTA really leaned into the ability to um, uh, maybe not have like a job, but like be able to do other things like they don't give you enough to do in some ways. Like if that makes sense. Once you finish the campaign, you have two options. You can customize and drive your car. Yes. Or you can go around shooting people for fun. Yeah, exactly. Which uh, it gets old, you know, and so I just feel like it'd be cool for them to have some other options and other types of things. And like, even if you're doing something like, oh, I'm going to um, rob this place, you know, or I'm going to uh, start a heist or whatever, I, you should have a way that you can do it that isn't just like Replayability, you know. Yeah, yeah, something like that would be cool, where you can actually plot it out if you want to or like whatever. Just new mechanics like that would be really cool, but um, I don't know. I'm pretty excited for the sixth one, which is apparently in production. In development, yeah. Yeah. I'm what I my perfect would be if they did a smaller map, that way that they could do a shitload of buildings that you can go into and a lot more of like kind of what I'm talking about that Dude, large that maps really are dumb if you can't fill them with interesting things. Exactly. So I think they should do a smaller map. I think they should do a lot more buildings that you can interact with and a lot more things you can do. And I would love it to be set in the eighties in Vice City. 
I think that they should actually do like there's a retro rumors. throwback. There's rumors that that's kind of the case. I'd love it because I thought that Vice City was such a cool game, but it's next impossible to play today. Like there's some missions, like there's this one, you're in a helicopter and you have to like gun people down on like a rooftop or something like that. And it's impossible. Is Vice City the one where you have to have like you control that remote control helicopter through yes. the construction oh site? Oh my God. Fuck that Dude, shit. I hate so many missions in this game, but like I love the look and the sounds and the music and you, like... Growing up playing that, that's one of the places where I first really fell in love with Michael Jackson's music because mm -hmm. they had a couple of his songs in there, and it was like, holy crap, this is amazing. That was my first GTA. Yeah, I remember yeah, my it was friend, mine too. My friend Casey had it, and uh, sorry, Mom, uh, he would sneak it in every once in a while, and we'd play it. Hell yeah. Because uh, I never actually owned it. My mom wouldn't let me do that shit. Sure. Uh, I owned it eventually, but I had an uncle who had it and I would go to his house and play it. And I don't know that my parents necessarily didn't allow me to have it, mm -hmm. but I was an Xbox kid. And so um, that was, even though that game I think was on Xbox, it was largely thought to be a PlayStation game. Right. And so I just, I, did, I just didn't have it. I played Halo. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. But like, as far as, uh, you know, PlayStation was concerned, my dad had a PlayStation, but I wasn't about to buy a game to go play in his room. You know, like I had my own. So there was kind of that. And, and I could have actually grown up a PlayStation kid, but um, I made this real pivotal decision. When I was in fifth grade, I had a PlayStation 2 for like maybe a month. And uh, a good friend of mine at the time, who I don't even talk to anymore, um, he uh, his house burnt down. We didn't have like a falling out or anything. But anyways, um, his house burnt down. And I felt really bad for him. And one of the things got, that got destroyed in the fire was his PlayStation. You gave him, you gave him a PlayStation. Yeah, we so talked I gave about him the PlayStation too. We okay, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, so I did that. And then I just told my parents, like, oh, it's okay. Santa will give me an Xbox. <laughs> so now they had to so buy they you another had to, one. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of dirty thinking about it now. But, like, I didn't know. I was a kid, you know. So, But I ended up getting that. And I loved Halo and all that. So it was fine. But, um, yeah, so... Uh, Vice City, I absolutely would love that. I think that would be cool. And I think they can lean into that aesthetic really, really well. And especially because I feel like if they tried to do another modern um, GTA, I feel like in some ways we're just going to get way too much into the current political climate to where right. it's just going to be cringy. It's going to be a lot of, which there was already some of that in GTA 5 for yeah, sure. Yeah, just a little bit. And I just feel like if they continue down that road, it's like, eh. I mean, you just did it. Like, it, it, it's like Battlefield 3 transitioning into Battlefield 4, which is literally the same exact thing. Exactly. Modern. And, you know, no one's like, oh, it's just, you know, copy and paste. Like, I think it'd be the same case for uh, GTA doing another modern day thing. Yeah, doing like a modern San Andreas, which is, well, no, that's what they just did. So if they did like a modern version of Miami where it's just like basically big city that we're just calling Vice City, it's, it just wouldn't have the same feel to no. me. No. The whole point of Vice City is that it's in the, the 80s. The 80s aesthetic would be so cool. Yeah. Especially like in today, like with today's, you know, graphic capabilities. Absolutely. Like the neon lights and the sunset. and Absolutely. Especially, could you imagine like in the last game that just recently had come out, they didn't really... Uh, Oh, well, they did. Never mind. I was going to say they didn't really have, like, the Cheetah and the um, the Infernus, but they did. They did. But, uh, yeah, I think that would be really cool to have, like, the old one, though. I would love to see them do old cars. Like the old-style cars. That yeah. would be cool. Because they've done a few of them, and they've looked really cool in the new GTA. But, um, yeah, we'll kind of see. So, somehow, we've ended up from hockey to NASCAR to God knows what to GTA. I, I honestly don't even know what track we're on at this point. I think we should get back on track and start looking at some NHL jerseys. We should definitely do that. I think first, we're going to take a quick break, which you won't notice because I'll just cut it, uh, and then we'll be right back. 
So we're back, uh, which you didn't notice us leave, but oh well. So here we are. Uh, we refreshed our drinks. We're drinking Pink Whitney, made by the boys over at Barstool Sports, who, uh, uh, what is their podcast? Uh, shout out to Spit and Chicklets. Spit and Chicklets. Yeah, their hockey podcast. I don't listen to it a lot, but... Um, I only listen to it when they have a guest on that I know, like once they yep. had Nicholas Lindstrom, uh, you know, I listen to the Sidney Crosby one, you know, like big, mm-hmm. big names. Yeah. I uh, I think I do about the same. They have... Um, the hell is his name? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. So, anyways, they yeah. I, shout out to them and their good alcohol and fun times like that. Cheers. So, oh yeah, cheers. Here, let me give you a little one of those. Yeah, I think that even got picked up. Hell yeah. I hope it did. Hmm. What a what a great quality content there. Me sipping on a drink. Um. Okay. So, I have prepared a thirty-one page document. <laughs> Which sounds so bad. Sounds like a dossier or something. So it is comprised of every current NHL team, obviously excluding the aforementioned uh, Seattle name and with dress held (laughs) or withheld or whatever. Um, Because obviously there's only the 31 teams right now. Now it's got their home jerseys, their away jerseys. And if they have one, a third jersey. And I do not count throwbacks unless their third jersey is uh, the, unless their third jersey is that throwback. Uh, so, like, I'll just give a quick example. The Arizona Coyotes. They have a home. They have an away. They have the Kachina, but their Kachina is considered the third, and they've had it for multiple years, and it's clearly their third. Um, now, there's teams like the, um, the, let's see, the Hurricanes, for instance. They have the Whalers. But the Whalers jersey is not their jersey. That's just, in fact, it's a different organization's jersey, but they wear it because technically that was them at one point. So that's stupid. That doesn't count. Um, So anyways, I've got all of the jerseys here. And uh, my wife and I, Katie and I, uh, did this last night. Hold on. And uh, it was not on the podcast. I should have recorded it because it was hilarious. But uh, let's see here. So this is her ranking. Um, What we should do, we, we should... And obviously, we don't have yeah. to. Like, <clears throat> we'll go through each one, and then wh- after we do that, when we also look at Katie's. Okay, I see what you're saying. Instead so of ju- and just uh, instead of just going through Katie's whole list, you know, we, right, we, right, we right. do it all. Okay, that makes sense. Actually, can we do that? We'll do ours, and then okay. maybe we compare and contrast them afterwards. Like, our number one was this. This was what Katie's number one was. That sure. might work. I guess something like that. Because the one thing is, I don't want to, uh, like have too many cooks in the kitchen opinion wise basically that's fair yeah so it'll basically just be our two opinions and we'll have to i don't know how we're gonna vote but basically we'll, we'll just figure it out and so the way that i figure is it'll be like okay here's this team is it better than so and so so and so until it moves up until we decide that it can't move up any longer and then that's where it will stay put um and I'll just put uh, our names together, our A and R. So we're going to be the AR-15 list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Controversial. Yeah, there you go. So uh, just trying to get delisted. Now, um, uh, yeah, we'll just go through it. Basically, we're just going to grade all of the jerseys, and we're going to make a definitive list uh, that is obviously official of what is objectively the best jersey in the league and the, and the worst. Now... The, there's a couple of rules. 
Number one, we are grading their uniform, or well, we're, we're only doing jer jerseys, no pants, socks, all that kind of stuff. It's just the jerseys, and we have to take into consideration all of the jerseys, whether it's home, away, and alternate, or just home and away like some teams have. Um, so, you know, if you if you like their alternate but not their home and aways, you got to take that into consideration. Uh, the other part of it is that um, our fandom does not... Uh, matter at all basically except fuck boston and their jerseys <laughs> suck this piece of shit so it's supposed to be objective and whether or not you like it from a purely design standpoint basically right, yeah let's do this okay let's, perfect let's jump right into let's it just as filthy no not filthy frank <laughs> that's a filthy frank yeah filthy <laughs> frank um oh boy here we go speaking of filthy frank yeah do you have his shirt on right now? Oh, that is beautiful. That is so awesome. Is that an IE ass one? It is an IE ass <laughs> t-shirt. Um, it's, it's not translated, which is even better. Yeah, no. I so it's just a red t-shirt that in Japanese says, I eat ass. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I want to get his one that's, I, I want to get the one that says, uh, welcome to the rice fields. <laughs> it's so good. Okay. So here we go. Number one, which we aren't able to like put up or down because it's the first one. But either way, the Anaheim Ducks. This is in alphabetical order, so it will go okay. uh, from from Anaheim to Winnipeg. So uh, the Anaheim Ducks. Here is their home and away jerseys, which for the listening audience, if you want to Google these as we go along, go ahead. Yeah, if we're going to make you do work as you listen yeah, to this nice, relaxing podcast. Exactly. There's no video on this, so get fucked. Um, so <laughs> the thing of it is they have a black home jersey with like this gold and this orange and like some striping on the side and whatever and then the away is basically the inverse more or less what say you the home and away like, they have honestly, an alternate um i think it looks pretty clean uh, okay. especially the home jersey like i'm not a huge fan of uh like these colors on white but mm. these colors on the black jersey plus like their logo isn't anything special mm. but it, it kind of it looks clean like it's not too messy like everything just kind of looks like it works on the home jersey like it looks cool but it's nothing fantastic so the way I feel about it, to me, I fucking hate these. Okay. Uh, they're atrocious. And the reason why I don't like them is because I think that the, I think it's mostly the orange. I think the black, gold, and orange just are this weird combination that make no sense to me. And also, I hate the striping down the side. There's like this one random orange one, a gold, and then a white, and then another random orange one. Like, it's just so random. Yeah, I noticed when I was creating a jersey on NHL 20, I don't like really any of the side stripes yes. on jerseys. They're I'm just, horrible. I'm not a fan. I was just looking over at Alex's jersey to see if the Capitals had a side stripe. They don't. They have like kind of a belly stripe, but not really. It's more of like a it's more like a block. I'm cool with it. No, I'm I'm cool with it. Um, it, it. It passes. It passes. Yeah, no, I absolutely abhor these. Now the logo I used to hate, but I actually don't mind it. I think it's a good logo. Yeah, like it's it's clean. It's the D for ducks or whatever. I just it's noticed cool it's looking. a fucking duck foot. Oh my god! Just now, very educational podcast for you yeah, today. Yeah, learn another thing. Um, but yeah, no, I totally don't mind the logo at this point. Um, and I do like the way that they shape the letters and the numbers with like sort of the spikes. I don't like that person. Oh really? Yeah, I okay. don't know what it is about that, especially like the C's. Sure. I uh, yeah no, I thought that um, that was kind of a neat touch but uh yeah no i don't i don't like these at all and i especially hate the whites the whites are just abysmal. do they have an alternative they do now here's the thing to my right in real life i have uh the 25th anniversary um uh silver anniversary whatever you want to call it 
uh, jersey, which is beautiful. It's black with like a little bit of the teal and a little bit of the plum, and it pays homage to the Mighty Ducks, and it's got the original logo, and it's gorgeous. Is that the alternate? No. No. Because they did this for one year. Because for some ungodly reason, this is what they have. Oh! <laughs> I mean, I still like that better than the fucking... Their, like their actual home and away jersey. Sure. Because uh, like, it's the classic logo. It's the classic... Okay, here's the thing. It's the classic logo, but on this... I mean, the whole goddamn thing is orange. I mean, the worst part of the jersey is that it's orange, and they made the whole thing orange. And honestly, I think it's disgraceful to the original logo. I mean, it's heinous. Like, here's the thing. The original logo for the Mighty Ducks should never be used unless it's with the teal and the purple. I agree. I just feel like if you're going to do this alternate, then just have it be with the same D and just cut it out. Like, if you don't want to do the Mighty Ducks, if you don't care about that history and whatever, which they apparently don't, it seems, then just cut it out. And just keep it with the D. Absolutely heinous. Now, what I will say, if it was me, the way I would design it is... Now, I know it would be kind of complicated because it would it would interfere with the alternate A, potentially. I would do a similar duck fin looking D thing, um, like their main logo, but make it an A for Anaheim somehow on the alternate. I would do something like that, maybe. But yeah, putting the classic logo on this orange is hideous so i hate these so we like are we rating these like one out of five stars or what are we doing no i think it's going to be one of those like well you'll see how, how okay. I do it as, yeah. as we go along but yeah i just kind of wanted to make sure we didn't like skip the first one because you can't skip the first one no but ultimately i think alex sides that they are they're not, not too great. bad you know it'd be like a it'd be like a two out of two out of five okay so that's pretty fair mine would probably be like a zero out of five <laughs> but <laughs> So, which I usually do out of 10, which if it was a okay, out of 10, I would give it like a 10. 2. Yeah, I'm going to get like maybe like a 2 or a 3 if it was out of 10. Okay, Nothing fair. special. So we agree on that pretty well. Um, although I will say the Anaheim and the neckline on the alternate, not Ooh, bad. Yeah, that's pretty smooth. It's kind of neat. Yeah, they yeah. got little details like that. that what do you got next okay. for me? So next is the Arizona uh, Coyotes. N- <laughs> I So here's the homes. We'll look at the homes first, or the homes in a ways. I really like that. The colors work well. The logo is sweet. It blends in. Like, the, especially the 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 home jerseys. The the reds are the home jerseys, right? Yes. I I don't know. That looks slick as fuck. I love them. I absolutely love them, and especially the uh, authentic or whatever the hell they call them. Mm-hmm. Um, the logo on the front is actually, I think, maybe just the tan part might be, but it's like a suede material, okay. which is really cool. Like okay. some of these teams have like neat little embellishments like the blackhawks have this beautiful chain stitching yeah which is really unique nobody does chain stitching anymore so it's kind of cool that they have this like suede or whatever yeah but great start these are some fucking great ass jerseys now the shoulder they have like this uh wolf paw thing or coyote paw i guess it would obviously be um i think that's okay uh but i love on the away jersey the, oh, state, the of state of arizona yeah with the flag mixed in or with, like, whatever the rising that is. sun yes. kind of coming up i love that that looks so much better than the uh the 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 paw the paw yeah, it's way better. In the neckline, they have kind of this neat detail. I don't actually know what it's supposed to be. I think it's just like tribal. Yeah, it's it's just kind of supposed to be Kachina-y. Um, and that looks pretty cool. And I don't mind the rounded numbers. Usually rounded numbers kind of irritate me, but I think they go well. I think it works. Yeah, it's good. Now All their right. alternate is, Dude, of course, the Kachina. The famous Kachina. Yes. I, of course, love these. To me, How these are maybe not? the greatest in all of hockey. That is an exceptional fucking jersey. It's In fact, so good. I want one. Yeah. I own uh, a Ekman Larson one of this. 
I love the tribal work, and of course, the Kachina logo just looks. It just looks. I don't know. It, it it's cool. It's incredible. I don't know why it didn't work back in the day. I have no idea. I think honestly, it was just a lot of teams trying to modernize and whatever. And I think they just, you know, I don't know. A lot of teams just started getting rid of the fun in hockey. They just kind of got real corporate for a little bit there. Um, I love it. The crescent moon thing or whatever on the shoulder is excellent. Uh, the colors are all great. And, uh, yeah, it's great. It's really perfect. And the funny thing is the Kachino logo, if you look at the um, Coyote, he's kind of wearing what is now their jersey in a way. It's like the maroon with the white sleeves. Um, I mean, they've had a jersey in between these, by the way. They had one that didn't have the black. It was just maroon and white, and I didn't think they were nearly as good as these. Um, But, yeah, I think that these are just, as a whole, some of the best jersey combinations between the three in hockey. I'm with you. So... That brings us to our list. Let me pull that up a second. So we had the Ducks. Uh, would you put these above the Ducks yes. as a whole? Yes. Okay. So let's put the Coyotes. All right. There we go. So currently on our list, number one is Coyotes. And number two is the Ducks. So we will move on to the Boston Bruins. Fuck these jerseys. I don't even need to look <laughs> at them. Just gross. So um, I love them. It's a, it's a you know, original six team. And honestly, they've probably they've probably looked like this for God knows how long. Very long time. If you get something that perfect looking, you don't have to change it. And so here's the thing. They're away jerseys. I don't overly love. I think they're mediocre. They're homes, though. I'm just not Holy a huge fan of like away jerseys in general because I always sure. think the black looks better than the white in most cases. You know, the Red There's Wings, I think, would exceptions. be like the exceptions. But, yeah, the right, um, Red Wings aways are way better than their homes. But yeah, like that looks cl- like it's simple. I have nothing else to say about it. It's clean. The logos, you know, it's the classic Bruins logo. The Like everything about the jersey just works. By the way, the Bruins logo to me has always uh, been probably in my top five best logos in sports history like i am obsessed i love this pinwheel looking thing i love it it's so good however here is their alternates uh that's their third and these are hideous ew it's this gigantic yellow b on the front for some reason the collar's got something going on that, that I don't collar know. is not even just like the, the material, just the way it it's looks. It's like striped and gross. shit. It looks horrendous. I hate these. This looks like a like junior league. Like this looks like the the um in high school. You know how there was like varsity and then like one that's below them, junior varsity or what was it called? Junior varsity. Was it junior? Okay, yeah, JV. This is like the JV team. <laughs> this is terrible. I don't understand how you have some of the best jerseys, in my opinion, uh, in the league. Uh, and then have the worst alternate potentially. Um, yeah, I, I it, it's just not good looking. I don't, I don't even think I've seen that before. But yeah, they're bad. Um, and I didn't know if these were their thirds, but I looked a few different places, and it sure as shit looks like this is what they're sticking with. And I, I okay, you fucked up. So I, <laughs> I, I think they're are they better than the Ducks? Altogether, yes. yes. Okay. Altogether, I don't think they're better than the Coyotes. Okay, so we're going to put the Bruins here in second. They'll knock down the Ducks, but they're not better uh, than the Coyotes, which I think is fair, mostly because that alternate is shit. Let's see who else we got. Oh, yeah, so this one I have to do a little explanation. This is the Buffalo Sabres. Now, this is not technically their jerseys right this second, but the team has already announced in a million different places that uh, in 2020, this will be their look going forward. Um, now, if you need a reminder of what they looked like before, they were a way darker blue. This is their classic original look. A Buffalo Sabres, Sabres jersey. Jesus Christ, trying to type buzzed is 
is tough stuff, man, I tell you. Okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so this was their original, or what, what they currently wear. is It's literally the same jerseys, but like a really dark navy blue for some reason. I kind of like the dark navy blue, but I don't really care for what's going on right there. So there's a couple of things going on here. Number one, they don't have a third. They did for this season only, and it was like an all-gold version or whatever. I don't know. Anyways, um, so they're going back to the light blue. Now, the homes I don't really care for. The aways, I really, really, really like this. They're white, but they have a little blue and yellow, and I think that they look classy as hell. I really like these. I'm actually with you on that. The jersey looks cool. I have a problem with the logo. Yes. Did, did they dumb down the logo? No, this or is, is the, the actual logo that Dude. they've had for years. Uh, hey, so let me. So we're the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah. Um, what should our logo be? Uh, a buffalo well, and a saber. If we should have a buffalo jumping between two crossing sabers. <laughs> so here's the thing. There's a lot of teams, well, most teams have a logo that's on the nose because that's kind of the nature of a logo. You want it easily identifiable. Like, right, what is it? It's seems, a red wing. This seems cheesy. So here's what Katie said about it, and I howled. Okay. She said, I forget how she exactly put it, but she was like, that looks like one of those word association puzzles where it's like, guess what this, <laughs> the name of this thing is, and then they show you like a, like a, um, uh, what would it be? It'd be like a, a duck and then a dollar bill, and it's like, oh, duck bill. Like, you're supposed to word associate. She's like, that's what this looks like. It's, <laughs> it, it looks like a five-year-old was, you know, made this, like, came with the concept of this logo. Now, the sad reality of it is, is this is their best logo, um, because I don't know how much you know about the history of the Sabres. Nothing. Okay, they have the worst logo history of any team in sports, period, and it's not close. So they, fuck, I hit, hold on. Uh, okay. Their original is this, obviously, but then they moved over to this for a little while. I do remember that. Which was like this beefy looking, like arena football looking thing. I don't even know what's going on. I don't know what this it is. It looks more like a bull than a fucking buffalo. Yeah, it's 100% like a bull or something. It's weird. Since when are buffalo that threatening? I have no idea. So there's that thing, but then I, there's the buffa slug. I, I do remember the buffa slug. Dude, the buffa slug. Oh, here's their history. Okay, so from 70 to 96, they had the word puzzle looking one. And then for some reason, from 96 all the way to 2006, they had uh, the beefy one. And the buffa slug somehow lasted from 2006 to 2010. Too long. Too long, entirely too long, and then now they obviously went back to the uh, the original. But that being said, um, these this is I mean of their logo options, this is the best one. You have to stick with this. Um, so I me, would I would put this above the Ducks still, but not above Boston. Okay, so this is above the Ducks. Hold on, let's go. I don't know. I'm looking at it now, and I'm kind of coming around to like the jerseys as a concept, but I still hate the logo. <laughs> the logo is not great, but I do like the jerseys. And specifically, I love the aways, but what I really enjoy about them is they're so simple, and they only have three colors, and they just stick with it. Right. Some jerseys try to get a little too in the weeds of like, you know, a million colors and all this kind of thing. And it works for some teams. Like Vegas have like a trillion colors, but it works. But for, you know, some teams, it's, it's just a little much. So. All right. What do you got next for me? Next is the Calgary <laughs> Flames. Now, we have a bit of a – I put both of these on here just to see what you would – how you would think mm -hmm. now technically the team is officially these jerseys right okay um however management has acknowledged about a thousand times that all the fans want these back 
and that uh, there's like a 90% chance that they're going to pull a uh, Sabres and go back to Do the you know originals. why? Because those are 100% better. 100% better, yeah. So should we grade their currents that are technically the jerseys with the black and all that bullshit, or should we go with what they will more than likely be switching to in the Let, near Let's future? go with that. We're going to go with the new I, ones? I just want to talk about how good these jerseys I do look. too. Because, okay, so briefly, uh, for those paying attention... Uh, I mean, what else are you doing? I mean, what out the house are you doing? You're probably at work. So the the Flames have a weird history because they were originally the Atlanta Flames and they moved to Calgary and they keep the same jerseys and they looked amazing. And then for whatever reason, in the mid or late 90s, early 2000s, every team in the universe wanted to add black to their jerseys. And I think that um, the San Jose Sharks and a few other teams had a lot to do with that. Um, and I think it was the Sharks. Anyways, not the point. The point is, is that they added black and they're hideous. Like, if it was up to me with these, these would probably be the worst jerseys in the NHL. Really? Yeah, probably. Just because of the black is just so heinous with everything else, mostly because... God, I, those jerseys are so fucking good. That's the thing, is in comparison. Um, I mean, maybe they're not worse than the Ducks, but it's close. So... We're going to just grade them on the ones that are their throwbacks that they've been wearing a ton this year. Like, I'm pretty sure last year in the playoffs, I think they might have exclusively worn these. Like, so in some ways, they have an identity crisis right now because it's like, just pull the trigger. I don't know what they're waiting for. So we're going to grade these. The ones that look like the Kansas City Chiefs in a lot of ways. Um, They're only white, red, and yellow. Everyone knows and loves them, and they're classic. What say you, Calgary Flames? Like, I don't know. It's it's, It's smooth. The logo looks clean. Uh, the colors just work. It's a, you know it pops out a little bit, but it's still not messy or anything. Mm. Um, whatever it is, I like that kind like that color, like that shade of red or whatever is going on there. Like I don't know, just everything about it just kind of it, it just works. I love them so much, and I love them because um, yeah, they're just they're classic uh, as far as the way that they look. Not you know history because that's not obviously part of the ranking, but. They have just this this old timey look about them, you know. It's and it's great. They have a timelessness to them. Um, I love that they're only using three different colors, which is really really cool. It's just you know keep it simple, stupid, you know. And I love that. Um, the A and the in like the captain C on the chest there. They when they have the alternate A. Um, they use the old Atlanta Flames logo. Oh, really? Which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's like the Atlanta A. Huh. Um, to kind of pay homage, which is really cool. Um. Uh, yeah, I love these. These are amazing. And uh, honestly, are they better than the Ducks? Yes. Are they better than the Sabers? Yes. The Bruins? Yes. And are we able to put them above the Coyotes <laughs> as a whole? Like it, it's it's hard because these guys don't have a third alternate jersey yes. that's also super cool. Right. But I feel like I like these better than I like just the two regular jerseys for the home and away of the yeah. of the Coyotes. I think that's fair. And I think that um, as much as I love the Kachinas, I don't know that it overweighs it. So I'm going to actually agree with you and say we put okay. Calgary at number one right Look now. Look at us. Uh, Flames will put as their name. Okay. Um, yeah, these are amazing. I desperately want to buy one of these Gaudreau jerseys because they're so cool. Moving on, we have <laughs> the Carolina Hurricanes, hmm. which are kind of all over the place. Now, the one thing is we're going to count these jerseys because this is what they have. Um, but I've heard a ton of talk about their home jerseys being changed and them getting rid of the spiral logo, uh, mostly because it sounds like I think they got new ownership somewhat recently and he doesn't really love it. And that's why he changed the aways to these. I really like the aways. Oh, yeah. The canes down um, the chest is brilliant. 
And I like the look of the jerseys of the home, but I'm mm. not a fan of the logo. Like yes. I like these like, you know, design squares and like the color. Do you know like, what those are? No, what do you call those? Okay, so the reason those exist is actually if you look up a hurricane warning flag, that's what it looks like. Really? Yep. Hurricane warning. The more you flag. know. Yes. So the warning flag is one of these black. Oh, okay. It's a red square with a black dot in the middle. And if you have two of them, that's the key. If there's two on a pole like that, then that means hurricane. Actually, here you go. Uh, so it's tropical storm is a red flag. Hurricane is, watch is one flag with the red or with the black in the middle. And then two red flags with black in the middle is a hurricane confirmed warning. Is anyone even going to be outside to see these fucking flags? If I, there's a hurricane know, on the way. I, one's going <laughs> to hope not. So, um, yeah, a like, little weird to name your team after a natural disaster that destroys and ravages your neighborhood. But hey. I mean, that's what you got to do as a hockey team. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess so. But no, I agree, especially with the aways, with the canes down, kind of like the Rangers. Um, and then they've got the warning flag in the sea. Looks absolutely brilliant. They have it in the neck. They have it down the belly. And I and I like, I like yeah, that, that looks perfect to me. And the homes are cool, minus the... Uh, Minus the spiral is not great. Um, can we look at the uh, alternate real quick so yeah. I can shit on it? Well, hold on. So the the shoulder patch has the alternate and logo. And I don't like that. Okay. Well, the thing of it is is that it's because it's the warning flags on a pole. I like the jersey, but I'm not a fan of the logo. I agree, and I, I've warmed up to it. I will say that. I've warmed up to this logo. I think it can be done better, though. I agree. I think that what they're trying to go for is cool. I think it can just be done better. Yeah, it's not terrible, but... By the way, the little black negative space right here is, uh, I think that's supposed to be Carolina. That does look like Carolina. Yeah, which is kind of cool. That's smart. Yeah, they done a, they, they put effort into it. It's just, man, the logo's rough. It just doesn't work for me. Yeah. Um, where are we going to put this? Well, hold on. So the, the thing is also, if you notice, I think the red has like wave ripples. Yeah, there's something like, weird going on. Which there. is kind of cool. Uh, and then I think they have like the hurricane there, and then I don't know what's on this but it's patch. It's like grayed out. Yeah. They got a lot of cool things going on. I do love the alternate, except for, like you said, the logo is rough. Like all, yeah, the, the, the alternate in homes, like the jerseys themselves are cool, but the logos just aren't great. But the away, everything about it is perfect. Yeah, the away is perfect. If they could just figure out the logo on the home and on the alternate, they would be in good shape because these are excellent. Um, and this franchise has won a Stanley Cup. So, when they let me see, it had to been the wasn't it the nineties they won? No, I think early two thousand and hold on, Hurricanes Stanley Cup. They won the Stanley Cup in two thousand and five. Oh wow, six, yeah, the two thousand five two thousand six season. Um, yeah, so there you go. Uh, and typically if a team wins the Stanley cup, they don't change the jerseys, but I feel like it's been long enough that they can kind of, they can do that. Um, which is probably why the ducks are going to wait a while still because they won the, um, championship with those jerseys that they wear right now. So with one of my favorite players of all time, Timu Solani. Ooh, so I love my boy Timu. Absolutely. Do we put them above the ducks? Absolutely. And the Sabres? Yes. And the Bruins? Yes. As a whole. I think so, too. But I think that they're definitely not better than the Coyotes. No. And I think that it's a fair place. Now, the Bruins, I do love their jerseys. But I think if you take into a, into account their alternate, which is horrendous. Mm -hmm. um, and these guys' away is so much better. I definitely got to put the Hurricanes. Yeah, I think the Bruins logo is like, it's cool, it's classic, but it's not stylish. Sure. 
I sure. don't know. I think it looks great on a hat for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm it's definitely simple. gonna get a Bruins hat at some point. I'm wearing a Sharks one right now, which seems horrendous as a uh, Golden Knights fan. Like that just seems wrong, mostly because of how pissed I am from last season. But we're just not gonna get into that because we're moving right along to the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, how do you feel about them? Um, you know, I think <laughs> it's hard to be unbiased, isn't it? No, not even oh, that. Okay, okay. Um, I was I was gonna make a joke about the logo and the name being uh, it's not ra- great. racially insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, have you seen the unracially sensitive version? Um, maybe. Hold on, let me see. Black hot. Go to Google. Hold on. So I think it was actually a Native American artist who actually made it, and it's amazing. Like, if they switched it with this, I have no problems with that, and I don't understand how a Chicagoan could, other than being mad about tradition, which tradition is meant to be broken. So Yeah, slavery used to be tradition. So. Yikes, got them. Um, let's see. Black Hawks uh, logo um, unracist. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. So, uh, hold on. Let me see. Logo read. <laughs> they show the black or show the, the red skins. And, okay, here it is. Oh, okay. Isn't that amazing? It's like a bird. It's the culturally appropriate Blackhawks logo for any of those who want to look it up. It's like a bird. And it looks amazing. It's, you know, a black hawk. Yeah. And it's it's this bird that more or less keeps the same sort of tone and all that kind of thing uh he's still got the feathers and personally, it looks amazing personally I there's think. too much going on in that like it's cool but for a red wings like i'm a minimalistic kind of guy there's just a little bit too much going on listen there. i'm with you but i feel like <clears throat> the uh the native american uh gentleman here has their logo has just as much going on <laughs> and i just feel like this is better yeah I'm actually surprised they've gone this long without catching any sort of flack. Like, I mean, the Redskins have somehow just kept their logo and name, which, by the way, the Blackhawks aren't even close to as bad as the Redskins. Oh, God, no. How the hell do you call your team the Redskins? Imagine, it, listen, even as a white dude, like, imagine having, like, the Dallas White Skins. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the The hell? Dallas White Supremacists. <laughs> dude, what a stupid name. Or, like... For God's sake, could you imagine the Oakland Blackskins? Oh, like, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> like, dude, you can't do that. How yeah. do they get away with the Redskins? I don't get it. I'm surprised that's still a thing. And, like, this isn't nearly as bad. Right. Um, but, you know, I still can't help but think a little bit. Like, I'm surprised this is still a thing. It's a little heinous. But I will say, when you see it up close, the authentic, not the... Not the um, cheaper version Mm -hmm. if you get the authentic jersey the chain stitching though even though the logo is uh probably racist um (laughs) i mean it is but uh it's beautiful the way that they they do the chain stitching and it's a classic it is absolutely gorgeous the way they are they they're an original six original six yeah now the homes i think are fine i don't love them as much as a lot of people do but jesus do i love the aways like the black white and red for me are absolutely magnificent like the chances of me owning this patrick kane jersey are probably 100 percent. that is a really good looking jersey like the colors work well mm-hmm. um i think it's the first white jersey the first away jersey i'm in love with it's amazing dude i mean as a growing up a red wings fan where i should hate the blackhawks and i do 
I just couldn't help myself. This is an amazing jersey. You have to have this in your collection. You know, I don't hate them nearly as much as I used to because they haven't been a threat to the Red Wings in so long. That, and I think, uh, didn't they used to be in our division, but now they're not anymore and I all that kind of weird so. stuff. So it's it's just, it's fucking stupid, whatever. Plus, we're not even good enough to even have a rival, so it is what it is. Um, which, it's kind of similar. Like, I was really pissed at the Sharks last year for beating the Golden Knights, but now they're not even close to the playoffs, so it's kind of hard to be mad at the Sharks, the sharks anymore. The Sharks are... And it's also, like, I love good. Thornton so much that I honestly, if he, if they beat us last year, which they did, and then they went and won the Stanley Cup with Thornton, I'd have, I'd have been happy for Thornton him. Thornton and Bernsey, I feel so bad for him because oh they're getting gosh. old, but that team is so fucked with Carlson. It's on the, it, so it's, bad. They're, they it's, lost Pavelski. Are you kidding me? Terrible. Yeah, they're going to need a hard reset now. <sighs> Dude, it's rough. I kind of hope he goes to another team, Thornton and, and even Bernsey, to go win Cups. Uh, so yeah, what, so you, do you love or hate these? Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty like mid with the homes, you know, I think classic, but nothing too special. Mm. The aways are super cool though. Amazing. Absolutely and everything. So they're definitely better than the ducks. Yes. The sabers, I would say. Yes. And the Bruins. What do you think? Mm. They don't have an alternate. They just have the home and away. So I guess if you want to cut out the alternate, you can, but do you do you think these are better or worse than the Bruins? I personally, I think I like these better than the Bruins, mostly because the away is so good. Yeah, I think with the Bruins, like both a home and away are just kind of like, yeah, like that's a like a, a a good jersey. I think the homes are amazing. I think the away is for the Bruins is okay. Yeah, I I, I would put this just barely above barely the Bruins. above the Bruins and below the Hurricanes. Oh yeah. Okay, so let's put the Black Hawks. Um, so there we go. And next up is one of my favorite teams, which is controversial as all hell, which I didn't realize growing up because I'm a dumb kid who didn't actually watch hockey, but liked hockey because he played cello for, and that is the Colorado Avalanche. I think you're allowed to like, like the Avalanche. Now. I love them. My first ever NHL game was NHL 04. And uh, on the cover was Joe Sackick. Now, I did not realize that there was a different player on NHL 04 originally. Um, but he ended up, I think he was in like a drunk driving thing and like killed his friend, basically. Like, oh. like he didn't purposely, but I think he like, you know, the passenger died or something. It was something like that. Anyways, some incident happened and he was suspended and it was a whole kerfuffle. So then they replaced him with Sackick and that's the cover I grew up with. And because of that, I played as them. And now I forever have guys like Adam Foote and Joe Sackick, Paul Correa, and uh, whatever his first name is, Abisher, their goalie, uh, stuck in my brain forever. And I love them. That's fine because I think any... Avalanche team after the 2000, I want to say one like mm -hmm. or, two, or like early 2000s, you're allowed to like them for sure because that's kind of when the rivalry fizzled out between them and the Red Wings. Exactly. What say you about their jerseys, their homes and aways? Um, I'm kind of on the same boat as with uh, the Blackhawks in Boston. Like, I don't think there's anything terrible about them, but I also don't think there's anything super special about them. Really? Also, you know, I did get a pick uh, a peek at that alternate jersey mm. and. Uh, we can flip over there. What do you think? I actually don't mind that. I think the like it, the minimalistic like maybe the the logo isn't super cool. I like so it. So the logo, I mean we're not technically counting it, but the logo is essentially um the almost the exact same one as the Colorado Rockies, which was the original team in Colorado, who yeah. became the New Jersey Devils. Yeah, I I don't know. I like the aesthetic of this thing. I think the colors are are cool. I kind of like how the the like the sleeves up to the elbow are all red. Mm. Um 
I, like I'm a minimalistic guy, and like the their logo, right? Like for their home and away, just seems like to me there's just maybe too much going on. Oh really? I don't know. Like, I love them. I love it, especially because it's like a puck swooping around the mountain. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. I absolutely adore these jerseys. I think they're perfect, especially because they're the only team that does this weird striping around like this, which I really think is cool. Um, I love the home and aways. I think they're gorgeous. There's only one thing I've always hated, and that's the back of the white away jersey. For some reason, the number and the name is black, which makes no sense. Why is it not blue? I don't know. It would honestly fix it, I think. I think you're thinking too 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 deep into it. Uh, well, I think that's kind of the point of nitpicking jerseys, <laughs> uh, which is fair. exactly what we're doing. Now, the thing of it is, is on the shoulders, they have that C logo from down here. I the do Rockies. like the, the home jersey a lot better than the away jersey. Yeah. I Well, yeah, yeah. I kind of go back and forth. I just think for me, a lot of it has to do with the weird number on the back. Um, but on the shoulders, they used to have a foot. For the oh, yeah, abominable like the, yeah, the big snowman, foot, yeah, the yeah, bigfoot or whatever, yeah, which was kind of cool. Um, How do you feel about the alternative jersey? I I really like this. I okay, like it a lot. I'm glad you do because I also really like that. Yeah, I really enjoy this, and I would wear this absolutely. I think it's cool. Um, obviously, we're not counting the like throwback or whatever, but that is cool. Now it is also just the same C from their state flag, which is on the left shoulder, yeah. by the way, which is really cool. Um, I love that they keep basically the same color, but slightly different, and they just it, it has a really classic. It's look a bit to it. darker, like the red and the blue is a bit darker, and I think it's real cool. Yeah, it's awesome. I absolutely love all three of their jerseys. I think they did a really, really good job. And side note, I actually do not hate their Stadium Series jersey that everyone else seems to hate. I think it looks gorgeous. The one with the giant A on it. Yeah, the giant A. You I love are them. kidding me. I love them. I think they're excellent. Yeah, I think they're cool, especially because I love like the stripe around the back. How could and all you that. look me in the eyes and say <laughs> Dude, something I like that? Dude, I love them. They're oh beautiful. My God. That I is would the, own one. one of the most atrocious I fucking jerseys I've seen in my life. Not only do I love that one, I also love the LA Kings one that they did, where it's like the split black and white, and it says LA swooshing down. That's a good one. It's a great one. I like that one. Yeah, I like. Did both people of them. not like that one? Uh, I think people were just so uh, like disgusted by the Avalanche that they just sort of tangentially hated the <laughs> LA Kings. But I don't. No, I mostly saw hate for the Avalanche, so maybe people liked the Kings. All right. Where do you put these? I'm going to put this between the Hurricanes and Blackhawks, personally. Between the Hurricanes and the Blackhawks. Okay. I am going to make a motion to put them above the Hurricanes. You think so? Yeah, mostly because... I like the Hurricanes, but I think that their logos are trash on most of the jerseys. Yeah. And I think that for me, I love all three logos. And uh, I think yeah, they yeah. Have I'm a with you. Now, now that we're talking about the logos, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, put that uh, put that above the Hurricanes. We're going to put the Avalanche right there. I, I really love these. I can't wait. I want to own all three of these jerseys. I really love the Avalanche. And honestly, they were my favorite team probably growing up a little bit more than the Red Wings at some points, which is just blasphemy. But it's all right. you it is know. what it is. I didn't, didn't know. know. I didn't know any better. I, for, I forgive you. There On you behalf of all Red Wings fans, I pardon you. Thank you. That's awesome. So then we move on to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Can We're going to look at the home and aways first. I'll tell you right now, yeah. I don't give two shits about the Columbus Blue Jackets. <laughs> Sometimes I forget they exist. <laughs> I know one thing. In the playoffs, they shoot off a cannon Yeah. when they score goals or something. I think they do that all the time, but yeah. Oh, well, that's pretty cool. That's kind of um, neat. Other than that, I don't. I can't name a single fucking player who plays for this team. I used to be able to, but Brovsky, but now he's a Florida Panther. Uh, what a legend. Um, what a legend. Other than that... The I, only thing I know about them is them stomping out the lightning. 
<laughs> which was just embarrassing. Yeah, as, yeah. A, as a wild card coming in. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. What a legendary playoff year. But anyways, um, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of what's going on here, to be honest, with their home and aways. Um, I think the jerseys, like, I, I, I want to see. Like, I hate the logo. I want to. Well, okay. Well, Can we talk about the logo first? The logo is hideous. The, the logo just looks like a uh, American flag going in front of the Dallas Stars logo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it kind of reminds me of, weirdly? It reminds me of that part uh, at the beginning of the movies for, what is it, Paramount or whatever, where all the stars come around the yeah. mountain. It looks like that. Yeah, it looks like that <laughs> in front of the Dallas Stars logo. Yeah, it's terrible. And, dude, I could use, like, give me some stripes or something on the sleeves or, like, down also, by the stomach or... What the hell is this American flag? Because it's, like, a weird, like, almost Puerto Rican flag, which I guess there's nothing wrong with that, but, like, it doesn't make sense... With like what they're they're the blue jacket. I, I'm very confused. This logo it's makes Ohio, no right? sense. Ohio, right? That's where Columbus is. Columbus, Ohio. Yes. Um, is that the Ohio flag? I don't think so. Here's the thing. Okay. I literally don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Ohio. <laughs> I mean, agreed. As Michigan people, we don't like Ohio. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh, they have the cannon <laughs> on the shoulder, which is okay. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, here's Dude, the, thing. the these jerseys the stripes are, are okay. I think that they're fine. They remind me kind of of the Capitals in a way. But like I hate these. There's not enough going on. Like no. there's not enough color contrast. There's not enough like big thick stripes on the sleeves or on the waist or anything. Like it's just boring. And I then, like the font of the number and the name. Mm, I I like the name. I'm not a huge fan of the number font. Okay. It looks a little okay. too jagged for me. But sure. can we take a look at the alternate jersey? The alternate. Holy shit. Do you love that? Oh my god. I love it. I if love this, that too. If this was their home jersey, oh my This has literally Lord. everything I was saying you need. You have the big stripes on yes, the, the, the stomach and the stripes. arms. And then what a cool logo. It's amazing. It makes sense for everything from a design perspective of like what the team represents, the fact that they do the cannon. It says... What uh, is a blue jacket? Uh, so I think blue jackets references um, like the Revolutionary War. I think that was us versus like the Redcoats. Let me see. That's blue fair. Blue jacket... I think I could be totally wrong. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna find Jesus anything. Jesus Christ! Hold on. What I don't. What I don't is need to a know. Blue jacket. Here we go. Oh, Hold there on. we go. A blue jacket. Story behind the blue jacket's name. It is. Oh, it said Civil War. So maybe it was that. Uh, choosing team name is not something. Blah blah. blah. The story became the blue jackets. The one that took. The story begins in 1900. Oh my God. I don't need all this. I'm bullshit. skimming through, and you're like six paragraphs in, and they haven't give us a single. In conjunction with the Wendy's restaurant, the franchise held a name the team contest. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Fucking Ohio. <laughs> Wait, what? Potential names were the Blue Jackets and the Justice. Here, here we go. This, uh, this one. Okay, right here, here we go. Finally, name was selected because the paragraphs name, in. Jesus, the Blue Jackets name was selected because the name pays homage to the Ohio's contribution to the American history and the great pride and patriotism. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah, blah Civil War, uh, by both the state <laughs> of Ohio and the city of Columbus. All right. Uh, and it's also something about the Union Army. I don't know. A bunch of bullshit. It goes on for way too long. But the point of it is, is that it looks and the colors amazing. are amazing. Like I like, I never thought that you could make a blue on top of another blue work. It yes, works. It's amazing. And honestly, if they did it in a way where it was like mostly cream with like the blue, oh my lord, like then this the works. silver and the off white, like yeah. Oh, dude, these are amazing. Like. If they could just get rid of whatever the hell their home and away are, like this would be in my top five. 
I agree. It's ridiculous. So, um, unfortunately, their home and away exist, and that's going to bring them way the hell down from where they should be. But where do you think that this lands think them as a whole? I still think they're above the Sabres. Okay, so just below the Bruins. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think their away is still so fucking cool that you can get away with going above the Sabres. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. What it, oh, yeah, you know, you know what I meant. Blue Jackets. Here we go. Yeah, it's definitely better than the Ducks. Um, even though their home and away are terrible, I still think as a whole they're better. Um, and the Sabres, yeah, I think the Sabres logo is just such ass that it's just not going to work for me. So we're going to move on. And we are at the Dallas Stars. <laughs> it's funny that it'd be the Dallas Stars. And, and they after only, I, just... I know, <laughs> after you shit on them. <laughs> well, you didn't shit on them. Yeah. But, uh, this is their home and away. They do not have an alternate. What say you? I really like the home jersey. Mm. Um, and I'm just not a huge fan of the away jersey just because of the same reason because I just don't think that, uh, I don't know, like sometimes, like the white doesn't capture me for a lot of these jerseys. Sure. Um, but I really like I the actually full. like their aways better. Really? Yep. Um, I mean, I think, you know, for for an away jersey, from my, you know, my perspective, it's still a good away jersey. I'm just not as thrilled about it as I am the home jersey. The only thing I don't like is the Adidas. Like, they have this, like, weird Pentagon thing on the neck nowadays. Um, and for some reason, that's green, and the rest of the color is white, and then it's, like, randomly green on the shoulders, and then white. It, it just, it's like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. It's a little weird. I don't know. I don't have it. Like, it's it's... It's good. I don't have anything else to say. So here's my thing. I think this is the worst logo in the entire NHL. Really? Yeah, I hate it. Like, it's just, it's the letter D with, like, weird spokes. Like, obviously, it's a star, but I think that it is absolutely atrocious. I can't stand it. I just, what the hell is this? Now, they have had a hilarious logo history. Um, Dallas Stars logo history. Dude, wait till you see the Constellation one. Oh my lord. It is my favorite thing in the world. Hold on. <laughs> there it is. That is not real. That's real. They wore that. For how long? <laughs> I don't know. That's not real. It's real. Hold on. What is this thing called? Oh my lord. Yeah, that was their alternate logo. So like it wasn't their home one, but they wore that like as an oh, alternate and thought that no. that was cool. It is horrible. I like their old logo. I did too. I like this one where it says Dallas Stars and the A drops down into the star. That looks good. The new one with the D hideous. Now we can't talk about the North Stars even though those are gorgeous, but it is what it is. But going off of this, mm-hmm. without the history. Right. Um yeah, I just I hate the logo. I think it looks terrible. I think everything else is fine. Like the black, the white, the green, uh, all work well for me. It says Victory Green in the neck, uh, which is kind of cool. I like that Adidas does that, by the way. Like in the collar, they'll do cool stuff. Like I think on my Anaheim jersey. Hold on. It says Anaheim Ducks twenty five silver season, which is kind of cool. And so you know, there's little stuff like that. Uh, let me see yours. Does it say anything? Nope. Huh? The Capitals have nothing in the neck. Uh, at least not on their home. Um, typically they do that on alternates, but sometimes on homes in a ways, but yeah, I think that the design overall is pretty fine. I don't love it. I don't hate it. Um, but the logo to me is probably the worst in, uh, in the hockey league. Really? Yeah. I don't like I mean, it. I don't think it's great, but, uh, actually the only thing that's tied is literally the blue jackets. Them and the blue jackets have the worst logos. So where are we putting them? Huh? You know, I like the blue jackets alternative so much. But I like these home and aways better than I like the Blue Jackets home and aways. I feel like that has to put them above that. Yeah, I feel like that's fair. So we're going to put the stars 
just below the Bruins. And for those keeping track, if anyone actually bothers to listen to this garbage, our top 10 currently, because there's only been 10 teams, has been the Flames, Coyotes, Avalanche, Hurricanes, Blackhawks to make the top five. The bottom is the Bruins, Stars, Blue Jackets, Sabres, and Ducks in last place. Uh, which, by the way, uh, is consistent somewhat with Katie because she hated the Ducks jerseys yeah, as much as we they're did. they're not great. They're horrendous. Nobody can like those. We're moving All on right. to the Red Wings. The Red Wings. Beautiful. All right. Um, I'm standing up for this one. Okay. Here we go. Hold on. You're good. You're um, good. What's not to love about this? Yeah. Uh, here, let me, let me help you out. I got you. Hang on. Okay. There we go. Okay, a little technical difficulties. Here we go. Um, yeah, these are absolutely classic. immaculate. Especially the white aways. I like, this is the first team where like I like the away, other than the Canes, like I like the away a lot more than I like the home. Same. Here's the thing, with Detroit, probably the same thing with Boston. You get a good logo, what's the change? They've had a set, like the winged wheel has changed a little bit. Yeah, they've modernized it and made it look better. And honestly, I think this is so perfect that they probably will never have to change it They've again. been using the same winged wheel since like the 80s, I have to assume. Uh, I think way before that. Probably. Way before, yeah, because of, um, they, I mean, Gordy Howe had it on his and he he played way the hell. I mean, back. I think I thought that was like the thicker winged wheel, wasn't it? Well, yeah, but it's a yeah. Well, yeah, they've had. I'm I talking know what about you mean. This, oh, exact this specific one, yeah, since about the '80s. Um, and that's the thing. If you have a perfect logo, there's nothing, nothing to change. It's from the motor fucking city. You got the winged wheel. I think winning probably helps keep your stuff around for a while. Absolutely, and but the no. Red Wings did do a lot of winning. Um, These are spectacular because they have two colors. That is it. Red and white. And they just keep the shit simple. And they don't do a bunch of silly outlines and a bunch of nonsense. They just keep it simple. And it's beautiful. But at the same time, like... Sometimes I do wish they'd like not get crazy with it, sure. but I mean like maybe try a jersey with like two like smaller stripes. Like I don't, like maybe they change up a little bit, but at the same time I can't blame them for not doing that because it's already fucking perfect. Now this won't count for how I feel about it, but I will say like I'm torn with the homes because while I do think from a design perspective this counts, uh, that they could do more, mm-hmm. and I do think that there's more that can be done here. I will say historically uh, seeing people like uh, Red Kelly and um, some of those legendary players wearing the actual sweater that was just red yeah. is absolutely glorious and i love that it keeps that tradition but yeah like, just go, from look a at design the perspective real quick. can you switch the yep, ways yep, yep. like Hold on. oh shit you fucked up there like it is. the the away is like uh, <clears throat> like i don't know like it's not all white you have you still yes. have the red like there's like a little bit more going on yeah they keep but the then, red sleeves they have a red band on the waist and then white on the arms but then you go to the the homes and like it's still clean and it's still the famous Red Wings jersey. It's too much red though. Yeah, I just feel like there's not enough going on. For sure. I agree. And they don't have a third and to be honest with you, you don't need one. You don't need one. I will say I am open to the idea. I am too because I do like some of like their like jerseys they've had for like classic games and stuff. They wore one at I think the what the hell's that thing outside? The Winter Classic. Um, the Winter Classic. Winter they've had two different Winter Classic jerseys, I believe. Classic Red Wings jersey. Dude, one of them I would be all over as our third because it is absolutely spectacular. Let me see. Uh yeah, this one. 
the one that says Detroit over the wheel with the like the wheel. sort of it's the old classic it's the old wheel. classic wheel with like the sort of funny numbers and all that. Love it. I have I have uh, like a cheap thirty five dollar Chinese bought one uh, of Datsuk. Love it. Um, but I'm also a fan of these ones. Yeah, I don't mind that with like the sort of old style D in the middle of the stripe. Yeah, but I definitely like kind of looks like a the Canadians. Yeah, those ones are sweet. I do not mind their um their winter classic ones. If we were gonna have an alternate, I mean. I, that's got to be it, right? I do like I had one of these, but then I oh, gave yeah. it to a guy for twenty bucks. I'll say that's probably my least favorite iteration of RD because it just looks weird. Yeah, I I don't know. I do kind of like the design of the jersey though, but uh, it is cool the sideways. Stripe. Yeah, like I'd be fine if they never got an alternate, but sure. like I feel like they could probably make a pretty cool alternate jersey. But I feel like what they should do is like just like that one winter classic jersey, or both of them, is do like some old classic shit to it. Since Iserman came from the Lightning, he should just steal the Lightning's new third and just do a red version that like trickles down into white. Yeah, seen oh the black? My, yeah, 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 no. Oh, Dude, that, that'd be that hilarious. That would be super cool, It'd though. be funny just because the lightning would be like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Here, let me help you with the mic. There you go, buddy. Thank you. All righty. Um, so Thanks, the Dad. Red Wings, no problem, son. Uh, where are we putting them on the list? I got to put them above the Flames. You got to put them above the Flames. I have Number to. one. I Number have one. to. And I, I don't even want to say that because, like, I love the Red Wings sure, so much. Sure. But, like... I'm thinking about the Flames and like they have some real good jerseys, but I think these are also real good jerseys, but they also have more history to them, which I don't know if we should be taking that doesn't count. Fuck. I don't yeah, know. That's the part that doesn't count. So here's my thing. I'm very torn because I'm, I'm with you and I know that it's the history that makes me want to put them number one. Right. However, it, it was already a struggle between the Coyotes and the Flames because I feel like the Coyotes have a case to be above the Flames. Yeah. But I think as far as design goes strictly, the Red Wings and the like throwback style flames with just the red, yellow, and the white, they have more going on with both the home and the away to where they have a little bit of a leg up over the Red Wings to where I think that maybe they should be second. Yeah, because that, that was my complaint is that sometimes there's just not enough going on. It's in these a jerseys. little plain on the homes. But at the, at the same time, so the reason I like it. But I know, it's tough. It's definitely above the Coyotes. Okay, I, I can be okay with that. And then maybe put them second to the Flames. I don't like it, but yes. Okay. I, well, here I, I had to take into account my own constructive criticism, and I really like the Flames because there's a bit more going on, and there's just not enough going on here. I just feel like, yeah, the, the Flames have a perfect home and a perfect away, and the Red Wings do have a perfect home and away, but I feel like if we're just talking... You know, if they're tied in the away, I think when it comes to the homes, the Flames just barely yeah. eke it out. Yeah, no, like, yeah. No, I'm with you. All right. I hate, to say, I hate to say it, but I am with you on that Same. one. I hate to say it, too, because I love the Red Wings. Uh, go Dead Wings. Now, we move to the Edmonton Oilers, who had the great one, Wayne Gretzky, although they do not wear his jersey anymore. No. They wear a new one, um, although they have a Heritage Classic that they wear that's the one that Wayne Gretzky wore with the blue, uh, but I did not add it because it's not technically part of their home away or third. So their home is now this bright-ass orange, which does not actually look... Now, the picture we're looking at is already bright, but when you see these things on the ice, it's somehow even brighter. Yeah. Uh, And then there's the aways where the orange is usually really bright. And then, of course, the alternate. Uh, which is a very dark navy blue and orange, and that's the only two colors on the entire jersey. What do you make of the Oilers jersey? See, is that blue on the homes and black on the away? Is that what I'm seeing? Or is no, that blue, it's blue also? Blue. Yep, blue all around. Hmm. Navy blue. I mean, yeah. 
It's the it's the classic Oilers jersey. It's the classic Oilers look from a design standpoint. I don't think there's anything other than the well, not the homes. Has there has there a logo changed recently? No. Oilers jersey. So the Oilers originally. God, I don't want the Houston Oilers. No one cares about them. Okay, so here's what the Oilers jersey used to look like for Mm -hmm. reference, just so you know. And then, yeah, no, they've never changed the logo except they did at one point have this one meteor-looking one. History. Edmonton Oilers. There we go. So they've always had this, but at one point they had this thing. Gross. As an alternate, which is like a gear. The fuck is that? (laughs) Dude, it's heinous, isn't it? So there's whatever the hell that thing is. Uh, but no, they've always had this. Um, uh, I I don't know. Maybe I'm not a huge fan of the orange compared to the old blues. Yeah. Well, if we're comparing it, then yeah, I think that these would be hideous compared to the originals. But yeah. if I'm just going to completely cut out my biases, I don't want to like these because of how much I hate them because of the fact that I want them to wear the classics. But why I'm going to cut that out. Why do you out. hate the Oilers so much? Good old Oilies? What's wrong with the Oilies? I don't hate the Oilers. Oh. No, no, no. I don't hate the Oilers. I love their original jerseys oh, so I, much I see what you mean. that I hate that they changed them. That's fair. Because Wayne Gretzky wore it. It's like, why the hell would you change it? But I have to cut that out. I don't like the orange, though. Even still. Just yeah. taking out all my biases, I think there's way too much goddamn orange. I and think it's too orange bright. is a good accent color, but... Yes. That that is just too much orange. I do like the away jerseys. The away jerseys are amazing, and honestly, even with that bright ass stupid orange, it looks great. It does, honestly, like um, in person. But like the the orange on the home is just like Jesus. It's a little harsh on the eyes. It's bad. Um, can we look at the alternate? The I, Chicago Bears on ice. I love that. Really? I think that's super fucking cool looking. Really? Yeah. I hate them. Really? You yes. don't like that? No, I think they just look like the Chicago Bears. I, I see. Like I don't lo- even fucking... N- oh, here, let me show I don't, you. I don't care about football. Football can that's suck fair. my dick. That's fair. Hold <laughs> on. Controversial statements here. Well, see, no, you're you're you're, you're saying you de- you hate it because it, it looks like another jersey, but I thought <laughs> that's we're supposed fair, to be that's un- fair, that's unbiased fair. about that. That's fair. That's fair. I'll kick your ass. Listen, guy. All right. I, uh, listen, I'll be honest. I'll eat your ass. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll eat, eat my neighbor's ass. I'll eat my neighbor's <laughs> ass. <laughs> um. Yeah, they kind of look like that. But um. No, I okay. I, I don't like I, it because I think the logo just gets like washed away. Okay, that I will agree with, but I really like the orange accents on that dark blue. I'll tell you, if they changed on the if they kept the Oilers logo basically the way that it normally is, like if they just kept the actual normal one and took out the dark blue from behind the word Oilers, I would probably be on your side a lot more. Um, I just think they're a little basic, but I see what you're saying. I can't hate them too much. I don't know. I think they're really fucking cool looking. Sure. I yeah, I think this one we're a little bit split on, but I am willing to concede a little bit. No, they're definitely better than the Ducks. Absolutely, they're definitely better than the Sabers. Yes, the Blue Jackets they gotta be. Mm-hmm. Um, they're definitely better than the Stars. Yep. Uh, so now we get to the Bruins. I don't think they're better than the Bruins because I think the Bruins home jerseys are spectacular. I think their aways are clean, and I think that the only thing that sucks is their alternate and their alternate. While it sucks, it's basically their home, but just that giant B is so hideous. Um, so yeah. I'm a little split. I think the Boston Bruins just barely beat this it's out. It's very barely, because I will concede that the alternate is way better for the Oilers than it is for the Bruins. But the home and away but are the just... the homes, just, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, they're not... The orange great. is tough. 
Yeah, put that below the Bruins. I'm happy with that. Okay. Um, although I will say it's been growing on me, especially with McDavid being so good and dry. McDavid is stupid good. Also, thank you, Oilers, for taking that loser Athanasiu away from us. Who thank you. briefly was doing real good that on his worthless shithole. Why do you hate a- Athanasiu so I much? hate him because his contract was too big. He was a whiny bitch who constantly held out for bigger money and all this kind of thing. That is true. But like <laughs> He thinks that he's like Connor McDavid, and it's like, dude, get not. the hell off my team. He he's was such talented, a though. dickhead. He was talented. He's talented, but he was he was dragging the team down. Not not a talented enough to justify his actions. He had a Kyrie attitude, but like, uh, like Isaiah Thomas circa 2018 Cavaliers playing ability, which means nothing to you. But no, it's still whatever. Anyways, uh, we're gonna move on. <laughs> um, we're gonna go to the Florida Panthers. Can we just skip this? No, who, we cannot. Who are the Florida Panthers. Okay, the Florida Panthers. How dare you? They they have they have a decent history. They almost won a cup one time. Uh huh. And that's about it. <laughs> but <laughs> Okay. Um, so there's a couple things here that I noticed actually last night. Number one, they're one of the only teams, if not the only one, that puts their number on the shoulder and the alternate logo patch on where the number usually is on the arm. I really like the alternate logo patch right there, kind of like it's a military rank it's or something. It's kind of neat. Um, I'll tell you what. I like their logo. Love their logo. Thank that you. Is such a, that's such a Thank cool logo. You. Dude, so many people hate this logo. Fuck them. They what do they know? Hate you and me. This logo are online. clearly design master. Thank you. Here's what I love about it. They're from basically Miami. Mm-hmm. They're not technically, but they're basically Miami, right? This to me looks like the logo of a Lamborghini or a Ferrari or something like that. It does. It's and amazing. Like, and it's it's it looks both minimalistic, but at the same time, it's giving off a lot of detail, showing off that uh, what do you just the saber saber tooth cat? It's, uh, is that it's what a it is? panther. It's 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 a panther. Because they're the Florida, Panthers. Florida Panthers. Jesus First, for, the, for some reason, I was thinking about the Sabres. <laughs> uh, hold on. Panthers um, logo history. Now, since it doesn't... It, it obviously, it doesn't count, but I do like to bring up what it originally looked like. This was their original logo. I don't hate it, but it's not great. I hate it. Now, the... <laughs> the Here's yeah, no. what I don't like. Okay. I don't really care much for what's going on behind the logo. Like the jersey? Yeah. Really? Uh, I love them. I don't, uh, and I, I figure I also kind of figured this out when I was making jerseys in NHL 20. Mm-hmm. I don't like it when there's stripes and designs and shit behind the logo. Oh, I love it because it reminds me of the Canadians. Really? I'm yeah, not a huge fan I of that. I love like, this. And especially, by the way, their away jerseys are probably one of my favorite away jerseys ever. Mm-hmm. I love the blue and gold on the back of the jersey for the number. I like the colors. I think that is amazing. Yeah, I think their aways are beautiful. I love the red is the stripe behind the logo. I love the gold gold striping in, uh, on top and below it. I think the home jerseys are a little less good, but I still, I love the Florida Panthers look. Yeah, so I, I mean, good. I guess, I, like, the jersey's not terrible, but like I said, I think just as a personal preference, I just don't really care for, like, stripes and stuff behind logos. Okay, fair enough. So... But boy, is that such a good logo. Thank you, and the And the colors, like the white, gold, and red, like... It's so good. Then the patch on the show, like, yeah, like. They got the sort of Florida state flag. They got a panther on top of it. It says Florida. <laughs> I, dude, if it was up to me, they would be in my top five all day long. I love them. So well, who do we got? In the, you know, I, I, I would personally put them above the avalanche. Above the avalanche. Mm, actually, maybe this one's gonna be tough for what, me. What's who's? Mm, I think the I, hurricanes are below. I would put them below the avalanche, but above, above the hurricanes. hurricanes? Yeah. I'm with you on that one. Okay, because I'm kind of thinking back to the. Yeah, no, I think I'm with you on that. 
Okay, here we go. So the Panthers now crack the top five. It is Flames, Red Wings, Coyotes, Avalanche. Too bad Panthers. the Panthers could never top the crack five. <laughs> crack the top five in real life. In real life, yeah. Although, honestly, they're not that bad of a squad. They're really not. They have Barkov now. They have Huberdo. They've got uh, uh, Bobrovsky in the net now. They've got a couple of pieces. It, and is honestly, Bobrovsky still like a top tier goaltender. He has to be. He's got to be, especially after his performance against the Lightning. That's fair. He's got to be. Um, now, the, the biggest thing is if they had not lost uh, um, Gerard Gallant to the Golden Knights and if they had not lost Marcheseau to the Golden Knights. Is that where Marcheseau came from? That's where he came from. Oh, Both really? of them came from, yeah. Uh, I really think the Panthers, dude, this is a team destined for greatness. It really is. Maybe and a lot of people day. make fun of them, but... I love the Florida Panthers. Sometimes I forget they exist. I, dude, I love them. I love them so much. The only thing I hate about them, watching them on TV. because And, and not because of their play. It is because their arena is trash. Is it? Well, I don't know if it's necessarily trash, but it's a lot of like, I feel like their cam- camera quality is clearly lower. It, it reminds me of watching game baseball games where teams play the Tampa Bay Rays and they play in the trop it's and everything's Florida. just they're so little, lower they're quality. They're slow. Yeah, it's kind of shitty. But we're going to move on. So we have the L.A. Kings. What do you think of the L.A. Kings? I'm not a huge fan of the stripe that goes up and through. That's what Katie said, but I love the stripe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love that we have such different tastes, but yet we sort of agree. Like, I was just not a fan of that stripe. Sure. And I'm not a huge fan of the logo, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, the logo is heinous. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the logo. The col- like, here's It's the in the bottom three of the league. The, the color scheme is perfect. Yes. I like the color scheme. I'm just not a, like, a huge fan. <laughs> like I said, the, these stripes that go up and through, I'm not a fan of. And then, I love those. Really? And yeah. just the logo, I'm not a huge fan of. So here's the thing for me. Uh, now, they basically, when they came into the league, they looked like the Lakers, and then eventually they adopted the Raiders look, and then they've kept it ever since. And then they won two cups with it, so it's probably sticking forever. Yeah, they did have a couple good cut runs there. They really did. They were really good for a little bit. Yeah. Um, that was actually one of the first games I watched on TV was them win the cup for some reason. Really? I have no idea why. Huh. No idea. Um, who did they even beat? Fuck if I remember. Okay. So anyways, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. The uh, the logo looks like home plate at a baseball team. It does. I'm not a huge fan of the font of the L and the A. Oh my god, it's so bad. I do like they have the cla- they have the classic Kings logo in the crest. Yeah, but, but that is a hideous crown. This thing. Do you remember the purple? Sucks. Remember the, the purple jersey with That's that? what I was talking about, the Lakers ones. Yeah, I like that. I loved that. that was- <laughs> and the crown looks way better. The crown logo was way better back then. Yeah. Um, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. The purple. Hold on. Let me see if we're talking about the same one. LA Kings jersey history. Because we might be talking about two different jerseys. Maybe. Because they used to have. Uh, God damn it. There's so many bullshit fake ones. Okay. These were what they had originally. Are right. these what you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. These are amazing. They did at one point have the black. Oh, Jesus. The black and the purple with the, the logo yeah. that's now on the new jerseys. That's not Oh, great. man. Not to mention the Burger King jerseys. Do you remember the Burger Kings? Yes, I do. Oh, my God. I, uh, these? I do like these. Thank oh, th- is that the, the is that their logo when Gretzky played? Yes, that's great, dude. It's amazing. It looks like the Chevy logo, kind of like it a, does look like a, the Chevy a little logo. bit, but it's got a good crown logo. It it's not the shitty one. Fucking stripe. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> I love the way that the Kings looks with like the lines through it, and it just it's so oh, and good. What's this right here? I don't actually don't. Other than the logo, oh, we'll get I, there. Yeah, I'll, we're yeah. almost there. That's their alternate. Oh, is that their alternate? That's their alternate. But yeah, the Burger Kings. Jesus. Oh yeah. Um. 
Okay. Take yeah, the logo is heinous. Let's take a look at that all time. But I do. I, but before we get there, I love their home and aways. Absolutely love them because the colors are amazing. The colors are good. I love the stripes. I think that they're just unique and interesting. Um, I think that the font for the most part is fine other than the logo. If you literally rip that logo off and replace it with the Chevy one, I'm way more into it. And the biggest problem I have with them is when Kopitar has the 11 on the back, whatever font they use for his 11 is hideous, and you're about to see it on the alternate. Oh. This shit is bad. The spikes on the L. Or yeah. on, the, on the one, rather. I like I like the jersey itself better than the home and aways, though. Oh, the gray alternate? Yeah. With, like, the sideways stripes without the, yeah, the wraparound? Yeah, I, I do like that. See, that's the one thing I didn't like about it is I wish they had that to kind of keep them all together. I guess. In I the know. neck, though, check this out. Is it the old Kings logo? Well, kind is of. It, is it's it purple and purple it's yellow. That's cool. It's purple and it's yellow, and it's the old crown, I think. Maybe it's... No, maybe it's the new crown. But here's the thing. They have two of them because they've won two cups. Oh, that's real cool. That's an amazing detail in the neck. I really like the alternates. Yeah, they're really excellent. Um, and, and even without this stripe or whatever, I think that they're excellent. With the black and the and the... And the Gray, silver, what would you call it? Uh, it's gray. Yeah, it's a gray. It's gray. It's gray. Okay. It's not shiny enough to be silver. Yeah, no, I think that the Kings, um, if you take away their home plate logo, honestly, they might be in my top five as well because they just have such a classic look. But as it stands, where do you think we put these guys? Um, You're not going to like this. Okay. I think, oh, man, I don't, I don't think they're better than the Bruins. Okay, so here's where it's tough. Uh I think they're significantly better than the Bruins. However, the Bruins win significantly in the logo department. That's the thing. Right. The logo is so good on the Bruins, and if the Kings just took away their stupid, shitty logo. I don't even think these are better than the Blackhawks jerseys. No, they're not better than the Blackhawks. I don't think so. I just don't think so. Okay. But I think... Bruins, I could make a case. I think overall, I think they have three home run jerseys, and I well, think the Bruins don't. Here's because he, hmm. I think the Bruins alternate is terrible, and I think that their away is significantly better than the well, Bruins. Well, here and here's the thing. I think, I think we might have to because I would also personally just put it below Oilers. What? Yeah. So I think we're just gonna have to come come to some sort of middle ground and put them between the Bruins and Oilers. Man, that hurts me deeply. I think I don't think we're we're not we're not gonna be able to get out of this without a little bit of hurting. Ooh, we're in an impasse. Uh, let me think about because it. Because here's the thing: you like these. Yeah. I don't think they're super great. You don't like the home and aways. No, I don't like the home and aways. But you know. <sighs> All right, I'll put them below the Bruins, but above you're, the yeah, Oilers. Yeah, you're gonna have to forgive me. Yeah, I listen. Logo wise, I'm with you. I get it. Mm-hmm. But goddamn, I don't do like I love the stripe. <laughs> <laughs> You're cracking me up with the stripe. No, dude, I dude, I really want to get a, a dowdy black home jersey. Even though it's got the shitty home plate logo, I'd wear it. Dowdy's a homie. It's so good, yeah. So we're going to move on to the Ooh. Minnesota Wild, who only have a home and away. Uh, how do you feel? I really like their home. Mm. I also really like their logo. Okay. Um, I think the colors are perfect. I actually for for this I, mm, I don't know. I still don't like the line the line going behind the logo for some reason. I just like my brain just doesn't like that. Like I would have loved if they would have like dropped that, maybe split it into two different lines. 
Um, but the colors are great. I really, I've always kind of liked their logo. Um, yeah, this is gonna be another case of me not liking stuff on like pure white compared to a solid color. It but doesn't have the line behind the, the logo. Yeah, like it does work for me. I just like just like we've been it talking looks like about Christmas. It does remind me of Christmas. It just it looks a little cheesy almost. Mm. But like just for some reason, man, I keep telling you, like I'm just not always a huge fan of like the like the there's just too much white. I'm with you. I feel you. Um, I love them. I love I mean, everything I'm with about you. yeah. Just in general, both of theirs. Uh, I agree with you about the white. I think these are less good. Mm-hmm. I think this would be a fun jersey to wear on Christmas. Yeah, but like I'm with you. The homes are better. The I almost wish that so they went good. cream for the aways, but I get it. Oh, that would look so cool. I think that would be cool. The only problem is they might run into a little L.A. Rams syndrome where they just recently unveiled a new bone color Dude, where it's like an off white yeah. and it's no good. I don't give like fuck all other sports. You can just do whatever you want. Fair enough. Now. I love the logo. It's such it's a so good cool. logo. They have like this star, the star Shooting here. star. Yeah, they've got like the trees. They got this like winding road. What animal is that supposed to be? I have no idea. Katie called it a bear, but I don't think it's a bear. That is not a bear. I don't it know looks what more like the a, hell it is. It looks like a cat. It's of like sorts. a thing. I don't know what it is. Um, it, but it's cool. And like the mouth is like the winding road. Yeah, and like, or is it a road or a river? I would have thought. Oh, maybe it's a river. I thought it was a river. Uh, maybe it's a river. I don't know. I'm not from Minnesota. <laughs> but they got an M on their not shoulder. From Minnesota, eh? Soda. Uh, let's I see do here. like the like that on their shoulder better than I like whatever. Like yeah, the, the M, M socks. Yeah, I'm not. The M's no good. Yet. I absolutely love what they've got going on, honestly. Like, I, yeah, I think they are really, really cool. And uh, I would not mind owning these jerseys. Yeah, I'd own one of their homes. That looks pretty cool. Absolutely. Um, Where are we stacking them up against our list, though? Hmm. What are you thinking? Uh, it's tough because whenever a team doesn't have an alternate, it kind of gets a little, little fucky. Yeah. yeah. If it's up to me. I'm putting them above the Oilers, but below the Kings. Hmm. Personally, I'd put them above the Kings. <laughs> this fucking guy <laughs> hating the goddamn Kings. Listen, I think I just love the Pacific Division because that's my division. And I like, even though they're supposed to be rivals, everyone's worse than the Golden Knights. So I just kind of don't care. Uh, God. Um... I could be persuaded. I could maybe put these above the Kings, but I personally like the look Kings better. Look at that better. logo. This has look. This has it's a got cool a significantly better logo, but I love the black, white, and silver. Yeah, but look at that green, white, and cream. Green, red, and cream. Where did I say? Oh, white. white. Yeah, yeah. Bad. it's okay. We're we're drinking. It's fine. Uh, fine. I'll put them. You know what? You're right. I'm gonna Set, put the yeah, wild. Settle with me. The Wild are going to go above the Kings, but below the Bruins. Yep. Um, it's funny that the Bruins have stayed so high since you hate them. Um, I'm not letting my own personal feelings get in the way, but also fuck the Bruins. Fair enough. Now, let's see here. We have the Montreal Canadiens, who are the worst offender of your hatred of the line through the logo and the back number. For some reason, I like that. <laughs> You piece of shit. It doesn't look... T- I hate it through the back number. That looks awful. I like it through that, actually. I wish that other teams would do that. I hate the fact that they, they're they the only ones who do it, and every other team doesn't do it. Uh, <laughs> we just don't agree. Anyways. <laughs> like, I actually don't mind it through, like... for I don't know. Maybe it just kind of fits with, like, the flow of the logo, maybe. Sure. Um, but for some reason, I don't hate that. Do you but like the H for the Habs in the middle? 
Oh wow! I guess I never really paid attention to That's that. That's an H for Habs. Everyone yeah. calls this. No one calls them the Canadians. They're the Habs. I don't know why. Why? I think so I looked it up recently. I forgot. It stands for basically habitants, mm-hmm. uh, which was more or less like this French kind of like you know we came here and whatever. It, it's a very listen. The one thing about the Canadians is they're a little hoity-toity with their Frenchness. Yeah. Uh, to the point where literally, if you look at the logo. It does not say NHL. It says LNH. They're the the only team who does that. And it's because it's something or another national something day hockey club. Fuck the French. So they have this ridiculous like. I'm just joking. The French are okay. Yeah. So there's that. And then also in the neck, I can't read French. So it basically says no bras, motre, use, tendi, lay, flame. I mean, I I can get on board the no bras part. I mean, same. But like, I have no idea what the hell it says in the neck, but it's some French shit. So like, um, dude. Isn't that kind of cool? That little detail of the L and H. Yeah, though? that is. It um, is kind of neat. I I don't like. I, I think it looks weird going through Do you the like numbers. That I chose Thomas Tatar, by the way. Thomas Tatar. <laughs> uh, you know, I like how not only they have that through the logo, which in this case I don't mind, but you know they also have it down here by mm, the by the mm. stomach. I think that's a pretty solid home jersey. Yeah, I like uh, the aways aren't bad. Yeah, I don't love them. I have a coworker who's obsessed with the OAs and think they're excellent. I kind of don't like that they don't if keep it, the stripes tradition. Yeah, if anything, maybe it's a little too boring. Yep. But I don't think it's bad. No, I think they're great. I honestly love what the Habs have going on, and uh, I don't mind it at all. Um, so we're going to have to go to the list. Where are we putting the Habs? All right. Um, you know, hmm. What are, I, it's it's going to be somewhere in like the Blackhawks Bruins Wild area, I think. Maybe above. So here's what's tough for me is because I wish that the Kings were so much higher that it's tough for me to say that the, it's better than the Kings because <laughs> I think that the Kings are above this. But I'll let it go. I would put the Habs above the Bruins. I don't know if I like them better than the Blackhawks. I think I would have to stop there. Yeah. Um, because hmm. I think the Blackhawks have a significantly better away, and I think that their home is really clean and really good. Yeah, and I think the Bruins have a better home and away. I'm just kind of thinking where I'd place mm. this among the Wild. Maybe? I would put them below. Here's what's so weird: is it's so funny because like I think they're better than the Bruins, but I think that they're less good than the Kings. The Wild, well, oh. that and the Wild. I actually feel like the Bruins could almost move below the Wild. Ah, it's tough. It is tough. But I feel like the Bruins' home is really good. And the away. Yeah, the, yeah, the away is fine. Ah, oh, jeez. But that alternate kind of The sucks. alternate is so cock, bad. Though. It's such cock. I could almost be convinced to put the Wild above the Bruins and then put the Habs below the Wild. Yeah, but above the Bruins, yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that? Okay. Yeah. Here we go. So let's Fuck put... the Bruins. Let's see. So we're putting the Bruins. Let's see. Imagine losing to the St. Louis Blues, who in December of last year were in last place. You guys are fucking garbage. <laughs> I love the hatred. It's so good. Uh, okay, so hold on. What did we have going on here? We had the... If... Shit. Hold on. We had the... If someone came to me and said, Alec, 
Um, it's it's the St. Louis Blues and Boston Bruins. The Bruins are going to win unless you sacrifice your had, first, right? first born, born child. I would sacrifice my first born child in order to have the St. Louis Blues beat Boston in that situation. One hundred out of one hundred. By times. the way, that's one of my favorite memories ever. Us hanging out at the bar and watching the Blues win the the Stanley Cup. That was so cool. Yeah, we had what like a cool I had night. like fifteen friends over in yeah. the dining area. It was real fun. It was so awesome. I love that. Uh, rest in peace to that joint because Flows is definitely closing down after this pandemic. Hey, shut up. <laughs> uh, but uh, so we had Blackhawks, Canadians, Wilds, Bruins, right? That sounds good. That sounds good. Okay, I feel like the Kings are better than the Bruins, but hey, I disagree. Okay, we're moving on. We have Ooh. one Nashville Predators who have in the neck a piano. Oh, that's super cool to go with the Music City. And uh, they have some lines, which I don't know what that is. Uh, probably meet like the musical. That's uh, what I said. The the musical bars, yeah. Like the, the staff measures. But when Katie looked at it, she said there's too many for it to be a staff measure. She is right. So like I there don't. There's one too many. There's exactly there's one too many. So like what I don't understand, like what that is. Um, I am a huge fan of the home jersey. Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. I. Well, you're not kidding me, so it'd be no, technically, but I abhor these. I think that this is probably the worst jersey combination in the National Hockey League, and I, these should be below the ducks. I really? Yes. <laughs> yes. This is significantly <laughs> worse than the ducks. Oh, no. We finally hit an impasse. this logo is shit. You don't like that this logo? This fucking logo blows so much ass. I, feel I like, hate it. I feel like the teeth might be a little too big. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> the teeth are abnormally large. Dude, it's so. I fu- Dude, I. Hate. I like the color. No, the yellow looks horrible. This piss yellow is awful. Oh, no. These are the worst jerseys in the National Hockey League. It's not even close. Please, for the love of God, put these below the ducks. I mean, I, <laughs> I, um, mm. yeah, I do like the Ducks jerseys more than I like these. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, the, the funny thing of it is, is Katie and I disagreed on the piano. She thought that that looked corny. I think it's awesome. I think it's fucking cool. Thank you. I thought that that was amazing. Like, I honestly, if their jersey wasn't such I shit. I really don't hate the yellow. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate it at Dude, all. I totally, oh, I hate it so much. I love the piano keys. I wish they had a cooler jersey so that I could buy this. Yeah. Um. Look, I think we could. You know, you you settle with a couple of my decisions. I'll settle with one of yours. Like we can put that in dead last because it's not better than the Sabers. No. So like it's gotta. It's basically coming down to whether it's above the I Ducks like, or not. I like the Ducks. Better. I like the Ducks better. Yeah. So we're gonna put the Sabers now. If there's any Duck fans who randomly so listen mean, to this, you're gonna be happy. You mean the you, you put Sabers? It should be. Uh, yeah. Sabers are in dead last. Well, you have well, you right? have, no, you have the Sabers twice. I do. Yeah. Where did they come from? Who this the is, fuck this is this that? is this is Nashville. It's the Predators. Jesus Christ! Alcohol's getting to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, he goes. To the <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, listen. We are two or three or whatever drinks. I in. feel fine. <laughs> listen, like maybe like a little giggly, but like yeah, no, I, I, I'm I, not forgetting names over here. No, I'm good. I don't know what the hell that that's a boot. Uh, but we'll we'll move. Who on. the fuck is Car? I have no idea. I found these jerseys on I know who, Google. I know who Forsberg is. But. Yeah, well, it's not the Peter Forsberg. But you know, but, yeah, I know, know what you're saying. You still know who he is. 
Okay. Because we did have that discussion earlier, wasn't it? Uh, you were watching... Who the hell was it? The, oh, the Islanders. And yeah, you saw Taves, Taves and you thought it was the one from the Blackhawks. Because I just the recognized Taves, the name. Yeah. All right, what do we... Uh, give me one second. Let me go over to podcast. I'm going to pause it real quick so I can grab the charger because the laptop's at 34%. That's fine. 